too. It's a new day. Yes, it is. Who wants to have some fun? I'm all about having fun. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Oh, boy, is this great. Hey, guys. Oh, big gulps, huh? All right. I'm going to have fun, and you're going to have fun. We're all going to have so much fun when we need plastic surgery to remove our expiles. I would like to extend to you an invitation to the pants party. Please have a party. Feed us drinks. Get us laid. Wait a minute. There's no birthday party for me here. Hey, bro, you mind putting on some pants and find a little weirdo I have to ask twice? Those sad tissues or happy tissues? Looks like I picked the wrong week to quit amphetamines. Are you sure this is legal? I don't know. It's fun though, isn't it? What in the wide, wide world of sports is going on here? No sports, no rock, no information. For mindless chatter, we're your station. Cowboy. The Mike Rutherford Show. Yeah, Mo, that team sure did suck last night. They just played sucked. I've seen teams suck before, but they were the suckiest bunch of sucks that ever sucked. Well, I'm packing up my game and I'm going head out west Where real women come equipped with scripts And find a nest in the hills, chill like Flint Buy an old drop top, find a spot to pick Then I'm a kid, rock it up and down your block With a bottle of scotch and watch like buy a yacht All right, all right, all right Welcome in, everybody it is Tuesday, March 28th. This is the Mike Rutherford Show coming to you as always from the UofL College of Business Studios. Visit business.louisville.edu to see how you can get your MBA in just a year at the UofL College of Business, business.louisville.edu. We're on the air today from 3 until 6 here on 1450 AM, 96.1 FM, streaming all over the land. You know, it's better as the Big X. Mike Rutherford here with Trevor Kelsey, rocking in AEW Wrestling. Now, it's... it's it's a day early, right? Yeah, not, I know. I'm a little premature. What a we, shock, right? Although we do have the, it is the uh, the, the big OVW pay per view today. That is, we had yes. on with. Uh, I say pay per view. It's not really. You don't have to pay for it. You can just watch it. Um, it's on ovwrestling.com if you want tickets and OVW uh, WBNA Channel 21 tonight per usual seven to nine. It's going to be a big time event. They're leading up for, to WrestleMania this weekend. They're all excited about it. Yeah. But it's not the standard AEW night. But no, you, you I mean, still have the T shirt today. It's still it's a lot, a lot a big big card tonight. As uh, Al came on here with us and told us, you know they got the 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 bad guys, the the meanies, the faction led by our boy Shannon the Dude, pretty much. Oh, that's right. They yeah, uh, they've been wreaking havoc in OVW over the last few weeks. I've been hearing, and they're hopefully maybe we'll get their own tonight. One can only hope. I believe uh, that they're going against uh, the main the main guys. Uh, they're going against Shotgun Tony Gun. Shotgun Tony Gun. I don't know. I, I like him, but I don't know. I feel like you, you, if your name is Gun, you can't go Shotgun as a nickname. Yeah, it's, it feels it's, like too many guns, doesn't it? It's too much. It, it does. It'd be like the big gun, Billy Gun. You're like, yeah. No, like, you like when he comes ass. out, it's like it's like a sound of like a shotgun. It's like Shotgun Tony Gun. I'm like, I don't like it. I like too many guns. Yeah, too early. yeah, yeah. Uh, 502-414-1450 is the Thornton's text line. We want to hear from you today. It's going to be a good text line day uh, today. We we're not in that weird in area in between. You know. Big time, two weeks of hoops. Big time news for U of O men's basketball on the roster restruction. Now we're getting ready for the Final Four weekend. Not a whole lot going on in the world. Spring practice is still happening, but you know, you're only hearing so much out of that for the non-open practices. Uh, we do have a couple of men's basketball notes to get to as far as new transfers that are available. New transfers who might be leaning towards Louisville. Uh, we'll talk about that. One who I'm very excited about, who I, I do have 
uh, high expectations for if we are able to land him. When, when we bring, when we get into that, let me give me a heads up. I've got, I've got something new for our uh, for our segment for that transfer tracker, something like that. Okay, yeah. I like that. I'm excited about. I that. don't know why it just came to me like the, earlier today, like an hour ago, and I was like, I want to do this. We're probably gonna do it pretty early. It's, okay, it's just, probably gonna be the first hour. We're gonna right. we're gonna get there because besides that, it's more Lamar talk. Is still all the rave. Um, we, we'll get to that. Which I like. I, I'm at the point now. Like you have to pick sides for everything, and it's Lamar's really the same do. way. It's like. And, and if you do, and if you are pro Lamar, you're bringing up like the stats versus Josh Allen and salary numbers that I've seen floating around. And if you're anti Lamar, you're oh his he's he's a, he's an athletic quarterback at 26. Obviously, his better days are behind him than they are in front of him, and he's only won one play. I mean, it's like it does feel like he's getting screwed here, and it, it does feel like this is heading towards a collusion suit of some sort when it's all over. But like, as somebody who doesn't really care about the ins and the outs of Big business and and you know the the agents and the restructuring and comparing his deal to other deals and franchise tags and all this stuff like I just want to know who I need to be a bandwagon fan of like that that's all <laughs> that's all I kind of want to know I just want to get this settled I want to I want to see Lamar Jackson win a Super Bowl I want to see him get back to his MVP form I want to see him make all these losers and, and haters uh, wrong I want to see him prove everybody wrong and, and dominate NF- the NFL again and I, he can't do that until he gets. A contract, but from he also, somebody. He also can't go to like a division rival either. Like, and I, I'm, 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 I, I went through this with Teddy at, at Minnesota. It I'm, sucked, but I still rooted well, for and him. He had barely any though, because he was only there for like one season. Really, then he got. Well, hit. he was there for three years. He became but the full time starter his, in the middle of his yeah. rookie season, and then he had the full season, and then he was with the the team at the beginning for year three, and got injured. Unfortunately, got hurt. Got hurt. But like that, it, it did suck. Like, because I, I would root for them in every game except when they played the Lions. But at the same time, you're rooting against your own interests like you're trying to win the division like that was tough like right now we're okay I, I'm, I'm i'm safe with dallas because they for some reason think dak is good god love them uh i'm safe with washington because they some reason think daniel jones is worth it god love them they're just, they're just making it so easy to win east sometimes and in washington well they are a threat but they probably have their heads up too hard their you just said washington, to, by the way. Huh? i think you, you misspoke there you said washington before with daniel jones no well the giants started, yeah, yeah. Washington has their head their butt. They don't know what they're doing, so I don't, I'm not worried about them. And then with you, I guess the only team you have really have to worry about, maybe Minnesota? That's what it sounds like. And Minnesota's, I mean. They but still we're got, also a player here, apparently. Yeah, you might be you might be the most biggest threat in your own division than anyone else because the Bears aren't doing it, and you know the, the Packers aren't doing it. Dan Campbell strikes me as a Lamar guy. I think they could get along well. I, I can see that relationship yeah. working out well. I'd love for it to happen. Uh, but I think the whole – like it's being debated every time I turn on the radio today, or every time I turn on the TV today. Somebody was talking about Lamar and all this stuff, and I guess this is a this is classic off season, classic. You know, where you don't want to start previewing too much Final Four stuff on Tuesday, and also like you know the NBA is kind of you know, well, just dragging along. Like NFL, this is like the big story in sports now. And it's a gift if you're for that reason, if you're a sports writer trying to find stuff to fill the gap between for the sure. Final Four. Because I mean. This isn't like, you know, if Daniel Jones had gone to the Frazier market, or even Saquon Barkley, for that matter, with the Giants, which they, they faced possibly as an option. But, I mean, it, I mean, this is a league that, 32, uh, that has 32 teams, and we're talking about one of maybe 10 literally, fran- literally franchise quarterbacks that are out there. I mean, there's probably maybe 10 at the most that are actual franchise quarterbacks, and Lamar's one of them. And it's also, it goes right at the heart of a debate that's been happening for the last four years, essentially, which is, like, yeah, he's exciting, but, like, what is his worth really? Like, what is his value really? Like, people love debating about Lamar Jackson when it's just like his play. And so now, when it comes down to putting an actual price tag on how much he's worth, 
of course it's an attractive option, and of course it's going to be split. The same people who are like, he can't throw a football 20 yards are going to say, you know, he's not worth whatever anybody wants to pay him. And the same people who are like, look, he's a unanimous MVP, and look at what other people who have not done half of what he's done are getting. Clearly he deserves a little bit more. They're going to go to bat for him. And it's been, I mean, like you said, it's a scream-at-each-other TV show it's their programmer's dream. Like, like this is exactly this is the story that you want because it's divisive. People have strong opinions about it, and there's really no conclusion until we actually like none of this arguing, none of this debating is going to settle anything. It's not like some owner is listening and being like, you know, I didn't see his in pocket numbers. I didn't see that he's actually a better passer in a clean pocket than Josh Allen. Now I'm going to give him fifty five million dollars uh, per year moving forward. Like it's just it, that's not going to happen. The only owner that would do that would maybe be Jimmy Haslam, and he already has the quarterback. I mean, it's the same guy that, that supposedly took advice from a homeless dude on draft day to take Johnny Manziel. Yeah. The only other option could be Austin. And he also did gave the contract that kind of screwed everybody. Uh, well, screwed the whole thing again, up. it's I'm not going to think that's a little loose. I don't. But, like, after hearing everybody talk about it, like, listening this morning to a lot of people, like, everybody says the same thing. Like, this Watson contract screwed everything up for everybody. The, the one difference it had, opposed to where, like I said, it was inevitably headed, was the guaranteed side of the money. Yeah, exactly. I mean, he gave it all guaranteed, which is... Which I, the owner that you know I, I'm not a fan of, and Colts fans who are hoping to get uh, Lamar Jackson may not be liking the news. I think Ursay said yesterday that he doesn't believe in guaranteed contracts. Not probably going to get Lamar Jackson with that attitude, Jim. Yeah, yeah. It's I mean, <laughs> or it's, pretty much anybody else for that matter. But I feel like we're heading towards a, a situation where it's not uncommon. But be, the fully guaranteed wasn't was was a setting a precedent. But we were again. We were getting to that point where you were seeing guys getting fifty million of their seventy-five million up front to begin with. Right, but this is all about the guaranteed money yeah, with Lamar. I and mean, he's come out. He said that. Like that's what but, he wants. But football weirdly should be the one sport that probably deserves to have more guaranteed money than any other three of the main three, right? I would say so. And it's, the, it's the probably and, and up until now, it has probably by far the least. It's also that they gave it to a guy who was going to. I mean, in the middle of like a sexual assault no. case. Like, like that's the weird thing. Like he hadn't won at a level that Lamar has won. He hasn't. Well, no, he's. No, I wouldn't say that. I mean, he hasn't won an MVP, but he's. He took the Texans three straight tournament playoffs, and they just didn't win one playoff game. Exactly, Lamar's won a playoff game. He has not won won at a level that Lamar has won at. He has not produced. His win loss record is worse than Lamar's. He has had significant off the field issues. Lamar's had no off the field issues. Like if you look at Lamar and you're looking at all that and you're saying this dude really is getting that, and you can't put me in the same ballpark as him when it comes to guaranteed money. That's ridiculous. I like that's where this whole thing comes down to. If that contract hadn't happened, or if the Ravens had just given Lamar what he wanted a couple of years ago or last year, I think that you would have avoided this entire thing. But they're clearly not going to. I mean, they don't like all their money's invested in defense. Like they're, they're bringing they're in no weapons for him. They suck at drafting wide receivers. I, like look at the. I mean, his best weapon was a tight end, and it was the second tight end they took in that draft. Exactly. They took a guy a tight end before Lamar, and then took Mark in the fourth round. They were they were in a historically good wide receiver draft. They chose a wide receiver before anybody else, and they took Hollywood Brown. Like they, they suck at drafting wide receivers. Like it is a franchise that has done him no favors over the years. He was a second round pick, though. But still, he was the first wide receiver taken. And they they could have had Tyree Kill. They could have had all these guys that were taken in that draft, and they did not. Uh, it's just it, it's very very silly. They, he, they they swung and missed with Rashard, with Bateman as well, who they took in the they, first round. Big time swung and he, missed. He's been hurt. I mean, so they I mean, suck at drafting wide receivers. They have had and they've had lacks to say. I mean, honestly, since. Ozzie Newsom stepped down. Their drafts, and by the way, Lamar, I believe, if I'm mistaken, was Ozzie's last pick, has been pretty much not what you expect from the Baltimore history, which is not old. I know that, but still, I mean, they, they have not drafted well since uh, 
since since Ozzy stepped down, and, and I can't remember the other guy that the guy took his place, and he's been there since since Ozzy stepped down, and, and still there currently. But um, I, I, the only thing is, I hate like everybody keeps wanting to compare it with the Deshaun Watson stuff. I, I, Brad was a I first round pick, by the way. Oh, he was. Yeah, he was. Tra- are you okay? Twenty fifth. Okay, I'm my bad. Yeah. I heard that this morning, and I thought I was like, eh, I thought he was. Sure I thought he was early second, but okay, that's that's fine. He was in traded for the twenty second this year. They took him ahead of Debo Samuel, AJ Brown, uh, Cole Hardman. I mean, they could have gotten all these guys that, that have ended up being well, DK Hardman, Metcalf, yeah. Deontay Johnson has been better. Um, I mean, like it's just they they suck at drafting. They they do. There's no way around. But it. again, but as I say, is everybody he's wanting to compare it to Deshaun Watson. I don't think it's fair because Deshaun. I like. I mean, I don't. I mean, I'm saying he's a great person, but as a quarterback, he's pretty damn good. I think Lamar is as good. I think the, the one that people need to be pointing at in terms of bad contracts is, is the Kyrie, the Kyler Murray. Murray one, who got the same a similar contract as Watson, and then just whined about a, a homework clause they had to take out of it, and he's done. I mean, you can say Watson hasn't done this, this, or that, and he's still done a lot. Murray's done absolutely nothing. I mean, they've been to one playoff game, falling back, ass backwards into it in that season, and. Since then, he's also been both hurt and underachieved. Yeah, Murray. And they've had a hidden, and then you can't say he hasn't had weapons. Right, yeah. One of which. Sean is, Watson, $230 million fully guaranteed. Kyler Murray's contract pays him $160 million guaranteed. Mm-hmm. So significantly less when it comes to the guaranteed money, but still an exorbitant amount of money for a guy, like you said, who hasn't done a whole lot more. Yeah, the one that started it was was Mahomes, who deserved every penny. Of exactly. And it, I mean, it's. <laughs> I think that's Jackson's stance. Like, he's like, if you're comparing me, if if Watson's contract is Patrick Mahomes' contract, that's one thing. But if if it's Deshaun Watson versus me, and you're saying I'm not worth nearly that much, then I'm going to have an issue with. If anything, it. he should get Kyler Murray contract. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, close round to it. I mean, I would say he deserves more than Kyler Murray. I think he's better than Kyler Murray. I think well, he's well, proven more than Kyler Murray. Oh well, yeah, I mean, he's, it's, it just seems silly that we're even having this conversation. But uh, we'll find out where he he winds up going. It's been a nice, it's, it's like you said, a nice distraction for a lot of people who are looking for a big, sexy offseason story to to complain about, and that's that's fine. And it's gonna. I wonder how if it doesn't happen before the draft. Just, I mean, you think you've heard enough about it now? Every with every quarterback. I think it's going to the summer. I do. I mean, it might, it, it, I, I don't see why it would happen before the draft. I, I mean, think. I think what's going to happen is this is just a, this is just after following this a little bit significantly the last forty eight hours more than I had been. I think what's going to wind up happening is they're going to wait this thing out until the summer. They're going to come to him. They're going to be like, let's come to. We're going to bump you up for this year. We're going to pay you more with this non exclusive franchise one year salary than than we were going to originally say. Maybe add some incentives in there, and we're going to make this right for you for this year. And let's see how this goes. And if it goes great, we'll go back to the bargaining table. If you prove your worth, boom, we'll make something happen. If not, more teams are going to come calling for you. I think I think ultimately that's where this is headed. I think they're going to give them a little bit more for this year, try to make them happy because, like him holding out, like this is they have a new offensive coordinator. You want to make sure that he's around for the start of training camp. I mean, you already feel like you're a little bit behind with him not being involved. Uh, with the team and, and requesting trades yeah. and all that, like the Ravens, they can't win without Lamar Jackson this year. Like Tyler Huntley's not going to take them to the playoffs. There's no. They can stay up with the good coaching. Their defense, they'll keep their head afloat, but they won't. Uh, yeah, afloat. And we saw how they were with without him last year. Yeah, the, they were the, bad. Well, they kept their head afloat. They won what six games, seven games. I mean, they I, had a losing record. So yeah. like that was they they were bad. They were significantly worse without him last year than they were with him. And it, for Lamar. If you hold out for this entire seat, like it does you no good. You're losing a year in your prime. You're you know, you're not exactly putting out good vibes 
potential teams that might be interested. Like, I think this is going towards Lamar playing for the Ravens this year. It could be totally wrong. Like, he may get traded to, by the time we're off the air today. But I mean, it's, it can that's be, my guess. It could be where you're because, I mean, Baltimore's in a bad situation where you look at that division and you have Cleveland with Watson now a, a full year play, getting to play, you know, last six games last year, five games last year, full offseason. I expect Cleveland to be a 12-13 win team this season uh, with the exception of their coaches which I'm not a huge fan of, but way too much talent. I feel like Cincinnati obviously is going to be right there. Pittsburgh is improved is improved with Kenny Pickett a full year now. They've made obviously some they'll make some other moves in the draft. I love Tomlin. He's always going to be probably guaranteeing you eight wins no matter what. Baltimore, you, you mess around and screw around. You you look at it maybe being the, the last the last link in a very tough division. And, right. Even when, even when seven games might be out of question with the competition you're going to be in the schedule you're going to be facing. Yeah, I'm you, with you. You're going to be a four three a four win season. You win four games, you're in the top five of your draft pick. And that's by the way they they won two games without Lamar last year. That's what you're headed towards if you don't play. How many did he play? How many did he miss? Like he six? was he was seven and three as a starter last year. So okay, so they won nine games. They they didn't miss the playoffs. No. That's right, because they snuck in at the very end. That's right. I forgot. I forgot about that. Yeah, they were not. Well, they missed the playoffs. They missed, were, they missed playoffs the year before. They then they made the playoffs this year. Yeah. No, they missed the playoffs this year. But they snuck in and lost to the the Bengals in the, in the wild card. They did not. Or did they? Yeah, they they got in. They made they snuck in with it with the nine and eight record. Yeah, yeah, they got in. Yeah, you know, that, that. That's right. And then they everyone knew. It. Remember, you and I were like they're going to lose there by was, a million. Yeah, and they, and yeah it was it was, it was an ugly game. They kept it because again they're well coached. They got a good defense. I mean, they're not going to. There's really not too many passes. The only way you're going to get really just be a bad team in the NFL is if you just have bad coaching like Denver did last year. Oh God. <laughs> I mean, I'm serious. I mean, let's look at. It. I mean, like Houston. I mean, even Houston, Lovey Smith's not horrible. They competed a little bit. Um. I, I wish we could go back to our show when we did like the Monday night game when it was Denver versus Seattle, and we're like, the, the Seahawks are going to suck, and Denver's going to be pretty good. <laughs> it sounds more average at best. They made the me. playoffs, though. They uh, Trust me, I'm well aware that they made the playoffs, <laughs> and I'm well aware that they were average at best. They kept the hottest team in the NFL out of the playoffs. In fairness, we also didn't expect the Rams and the Cardinals to be nearly as bad as they were. Sure. They were both bad. They were bad. They were super bad. Uh, I didn't even get a chance to ask. How was your How was your Monday evening? What was the Kelsey Manor like? What yeah. was the program? Just standard. Just standard. I kind of really just flipped around the channels, flipped between some some raw, some some movies here and there. Just n- nothing really special. Watched a little bit of the. Uh, I, I watched a little bit of the first half of South Carolina Maryland until you know they started pulling away in the second half, and I was just like, eh. they covered. They did. Did they cover? They covered. They, uh, South Carolina won by eleven. And uh, who was the other women's game last night? Virginia Tech beat Ohio. State. Oh, I, yeah, I didn't watch it. I didn't watch a second. Of it. Yeah. I don't remember what I was watching. To be honest with you, have we seen? Did you see the stat today? First of all, there's a video going around that's gone viral of, of Caitlin Clark where she's, I guess Haley Van Lith was chirping a little bit about something, and she goes, "You're down by 15 points. Shut up!" And like it, I mean, now people are like, I, First of all, those that don't nationally know it, Haley's going to talk. Smack, regardless. And so is Caitlin Clark, apparently. Yeah, like, I mean, it's... it's all the Iowa fans is. are like, that's so out of character for her. And then all these people are like, I've watched her all season long. She definitely talks trash. Like, you see her at the end of the game, she's kind of talking a little trash, too. But yeah, she goes like, she's like, you're down by 15 points. Shut up. Which, I mean, you can't really, I can't really blame her. It was, the score was 86-71. There was three minutes left. No, but if that's if that's your MO and that's kind of who Haley is, that's, yeah. and then she's not being like overly over the top about it. I mean, I'm sure. And they're friends. And I love the people who like, you know, you, who see her when we win last year and that, and that swagger and they're, they love it. And they're like, when she's down doing the swagger, like, how dare she? Exactly. Like, yeah. Really? That's who she is. I mean, yeah, it's who you are. I mean, 
I'd rather be that than like Cam Newton, who acts all tough when he's winning and, and crawls up into a field position when he's losing. Craw- yeah, just just and then that's like tears. a baby. Yeah, and then, why are you mad at me? But the thing I was going to say before that, so the Iowa Louisville game on Sunday night, prime time, nine o'clock, had more TV viewers than any NBA game on ESPN all season long. That surprised me. Now, is that a compliment to the ladies or also a mix of the thought of how what, what the NBA is looked at now? I think it's both. I, I think it's I a think fair it's, mix. I think it's clearly a sign that, I mean, Caitlin Clark is definitely a draw. It is. She is. Louisville. They, they made sure of that during the broadcast. Caitlin Clark, I mean, and, and that goes to kind of what I, what I was saying yesterday. Like, I get the frustration from Louisville fans about yeah. the the 24. So like, we'll not stop talking about Caitlin Clark. But you have to understand, they're not doing it for you. They're doing it for everybody else yep. who's tuning in just to see this this woman play. And she put on a show. So I think it was a lot about Caitlin Clark. I think also when you kind of see her, because the ratings are for the full game. So when you when people saw, maybe they weren't tuned in from 9 o'clock to, from the jump, but they see on Twitter, Caitlin Clark's hitting everything. Everyone's talking about this girl. Like she's triple-double watch and all this stuff. Then they turn it on in the second half just to watch her put on a show. I think also, I mean... We saw it in, in the, you know, Louisville-Drake was one of the highest-rated games of the tournament. Louisville fans, notoriously, Louisvillians, notoriously watch sports at a very, very high level. So Louisville being involved in this game, yeah. yeah, Louisville being involved in this game, specifically, I think, I'm sure, helped the ratings out a little bit. I'm not saying it was more us than it was her. Clearly, she's the draw there. But like more Louis- viewers than any NBA game this season. That's still would, strikes me as, as a surprise. If upset and Louisville played like Colorado, they would have done the same thing with Haley probably in that broadcast. She would have been spotlighted, talked about. Like, Probably to a lesser degree. She would have been, maybe. Talk, she would have been the bigger, biggest draw. She would have been definitely the, the, the center point of the conversation. But though. Clark is. I mean, Clark's probably Clark going to be National nice. Player yeah, of the Year. Pushed, yeah, I mean, when Haley I know is, who she is, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Haley is good, but she was, I mean, not to hope she doesn't get mad. She was an honorable mention All-American. She wasn't. Ooh. She was not first team. She was not second. She wasn't third team. I guess you get you beat up in a handshake. Line. I know, but Clark is clearly the, like, she's. She's the draw. She's and, and now having her and Alyssa Boston go head to head in the Final Four is going to be, uh, and they got the the woman from Virginia Tech too, who's a big star. Like it is a Final Four loaded with star Angel Reese from LSU, who by the way saw saw her her mom's name is Angel as well, and she like posted on Twitter. She's like, attention, like young twenty something men, I am Angel Reese the mother. I'm not Angel Reese the player. Limits. Please stop sliding into my DM. Apparently, all these guys have been like. What's up, Bayou Barbie? Like, want to hang out sometime? And she's like, I don't think these 20-year-olds are coming for me. <laughs> Is that a thing? That's what they call her, yeah. Uh, it's just, now, does does that count? Like, if, you, if, like if you're a man and you name your son the same name, and he's like a junior usually, does that not count for women too? Um, Apparently not. I mean, is that I've never thought about that. You don't really hear the junior for for a woman. No, I mean a woman. That's weird. I've I've never. I guess how often do you even see a woman name their daughter to the same name as them? My guess is that I mean that's my whole family pretty much. Besides my well, I mean they're all they're all Virginia. I guess you do have family names to a point, but usually it's not like the family name is usually like your. Does your do you have a sister living in Virginia? So I don't like that's okay. Yeah, it's usually the it's usually the generation down. We broke the streak. My mom broke the streak. She didn't. She had grown up with her mom is Virginia. Her grandmother was Virginia. Her great grandmother was Virginia. And she had grown up, grown up, kind of being like, I didn't like. <laughs> she she basically said like, you know, when I was growing up, they were like, people would call the house and say, "Is Virginia there?" And they'd have to say, "Are you, do you want Big Virginia or Little Virginia?" <laughs> and my mom was like, "I don't want to be Big Virginia." So she was like, "She's like, so she don't named, be West Virginia for God's so, sake." Our daughter is Katie. Uh, my my sister is Katie. But we went, we got the trend back going. 
uh, with our Virginia. And now, so my mom never didn't avoid it. So now she's, she's still big Virginia. Now is, is Virginia the, the, the first name, no middle names and all in this chain, right? Yes. It's all. And the funny thing is my wife is Mary Virginia. So that was it so kind of yeah, worked no, out. No. Uh, but so I, I just looked this up. Girls can be named junior second and beyond, okay. although it's less common. Uh, the, the suffix is usually. So basically they did this back in the day when you were a junior, they would identify it just for like marriage purposes. Because you were taking the, on the men's name, the man's name, okay. so like they would want to distinguish between John Anderson and John. And so when a woman got married, she lost the name, and, and so there wasn't any reason to have a junior. She was going to have a different name than her mother, basically. Yeah, yeah. So that's Last why it's, it's less yeah. common. It's more of a tradition thing than it is anything else with males, I guess. I guess you could keep the junior even if you got married, right? I mean, a you lot could. of women don't even change their names sometimes now. But right, but again, it was just for olden times. It was about they wanted to distinguish between landholders who had. You know, John Anderson versus John Anderson Jr. Uh, and, and when women got married, they would their names would change automatically, so it didn't. There was no confusion. So can I call her AJ Reese? Yeah. Okay. You can. I mean, you can call her whatever you want. <laughs> she may not like it, but her mom was very clear. Like, this is I'm I'm not the basketball player. Let me know. But it's a star power. Mom's final wrong. Player. Mom should be like swerving into this kid. She should be like, yeah, that's me. <laughs> Cougar Reese over here. I don't think she had any interest. It seemed like the the DMs were coming from. That's got the lowly, not level highly sought after. get the final four, uh, Mama Mama Reese. You'll start getting the better, getting the better looking guys out of that woodwork. Hopefully for you. Are any real catches sliding into people's DMs and on Twitter? Is that how, is, is this how relationships start? I mean, I've anymore? got some hotties, but most of them are pretty much spam. I mean. I don't even know how relationships get started anymore. I'm glad that I got out of the game before, like this, like Tinder and all this stuff. Like I just, I, I'll never. I didn't know how. I don't know how it works. I mean, but you, you were, were you a setup or did you just like meet Virginia? We met in college. Okay, just but you we had, never. You, we didn't start dating until a couple years after. And you had college. mutual friends, right? Exactly. But That's we, how you we kind of met. met. Yeah, right. We started hanging out and kind of. I mean, does anybody just meet like strangers in the bar anymore? I mean, how many relationships start from that anymore? We, I have, I was. I've right, had hookups with strangers in the bar, but I never like there was no dating really right. involved. I mean, I, I was kind of right that. there at the, like, sort of the start of the Tinder stuff started in like what 2010, 2011, somewhere you around there. Me, I wouldn't know that exactly. And, <laughs> yeah. and like I was, you know, we were my friends and all were, were like kind of. Out of it by then. Like, I'll never forget, I had, before John and I started doing the, the show full-time together, John would frequently have me on as a guest, sometimes without even telling me that he was going to have me. I'd, my phone would just ring, and I'd be like, I guess I'm doing t- 20 minutes of radio I would today. do it to TJ Walker sometimes in the early days. <laughs> but there was one time it, like, I, I went on, and I think, he, I mean, I, I think he knew, I may have been married at this point, I don't know if I was married or just, we were just still dating, but he, I think he knew that I was not single, but he was like, Houston Rockets are having a Tinder night, it's, it's this big thing, and he was like, Mikey, what's your experience with Tinder? And I was like, I don't know how Tinder works. I was like, I was like, I literally, it's like this whole swipe. I know you, I've heard swipe left, swipe right. I just don't know. I never knew. I knew the phrase, but I didn't know even know it was like what it came from. I still don't know. Like, yeah. Like, is Tinder, is Tinder even being used anymore? I mean, don't they have like, I think so. Don't they have like a hundred of those kind of apps though now? Basically, you can find a very specific person with any sort of dating app that you want. Like they, remember the Kentucky, the big blue one? Oh, the one I signed up for. You said, that's right. You signed up yeah, for Yeah. I said, I was going for, a, I wanted to. I wanted a Tubby Smith girl, a four-year relationship. I'm not. I was like, I'm not in it for the John Calipari one and done. It's so good. I would get emails from that like randomly. It's a station email because it's what I use. Now, people who like rival fans have signed me up for, for things before. I've been uh, signed up. Yeah, I've been signed up for FarmersOnly.com multiple times. Christian Mingle. Christian Mingle was the hardest to get unsubscribed <laughs> you from. You told me this, yeah. Because yeah, I think it was, and it wasn't UK fans. The, the the one time it was the worst. I said something about West Virginia. 
and they got really, really upset about it. And they signed me up for a ton of stuff. It was like a bunch of like the standard, like gay, lesbian, oh, like all that. That was the harmony one I got. I got yeah, signed up yeah. for all those, but like they were very easy to unsubscribe from. Christian Mingle, those Christians, they don't let you go. They oh, want, no. they want you to mingle. Oh no! Once they get your claws in you, boy. I think I had to call you somebody. I, I, <laughs> I, like you know, usually it's just a, it's a click uh, a button. Like I would click the unsubscribe. I'd go to the website and fill out stuff. I had to call somebody eventually to stop getting these because e- they sent like seventeen emails a day get too. To church. I was. They're like, we'll. They're like, we'll stop sending you emails if you let us baptize you. I'm like, I'm already baptized. <laughs> they're like, no, the real kind. I'm like, well, I don't, I don't. When they noticed you're also on like J date and everything else, like, come on. Yeah, it, was, it was on everything, but I've never actually. Yeah, I've never had to. Fortunately, did not have. Do to they go still have those apps. those great late night like uh, like the, well, like what you said like uh, meet black people and uh, J date and Chris oh yeah. Going. Like they, they, all the different groups of like uh of just, you know cornering everybody together and everything. I will to, see like I'll fall, you see them late at night on like the infomercials. Right. I'll, I'll fall asleep sometimes to like I'll have an old episode of South Park on. I was talking about this with Gary uh, when he was in the last time. They've been showing like a lot of like the old like the old school South Park. Love them. Every now and then I'll flip it on just to fall asleep to, and I'll wake up at like five a.m. and it'll be like. I'm hot and I'm ready for your call. I'm like, who is still using this? And this, who is calling women in this day and age? You wonder how old those ads are too. And you realize like <laughs> these aren't the women that you're talking to. Like you have a computer right in front of you. It's so much easier now. How do? Why are you doing this? How is this? How is there still a market for this? I mean, is it, do you not get FaceTime with it? I, mean, I don't I know. I mean, so. I, I just, I, I don't understand how this is still like these same ads were going when I was watching TV at 5 a.m. as like a 14 year old. Like, how is this still a thing? I was like, I was like waking up to the, uh, the time live, uh, with the air supply CD. The, the, that one air supply hosted they always have on there that was something i like those i always remember the ones that were on very early during sports center when i would be getting ready for school and watching <laughs> like the one was like the with enya sail away it was like the <laughs> smooth jazz and it was like and like there was a weird one that was like a techno mix of the x files like, anybody somebody out there listening knows what i'm talking about did, did you ever get the irish bands jam i remember that being a thing yeah, and it only had like three it was basically like uh van morrison uh uh, what was it? Sinead O'Connor and uh, the Cranberries. They just rotated those three bands. And <laughs> U2 maybe was on there, I think. There was a hit in the 60s one. Like, I think that's how I learned a lot of songs from the 60s. Like, I remember, like, I'll never forget that Cream did White Room because it would be like, you know, it was, it was like five seconds of a song. And you only knew the, in yeah, the, the chorus. In the Room yeah. <laughs> with Bucket. And you're like, oh, like, this is, this is kind of catchy. And then there, it just would cut off. There are 60s, 70s songs to this day probably. I would be, I can tell you like the hook, but I couldn't tell yeah, you. Yeah, that's that's how I knew. Yeah, like, yeah, I would listen to it for five minutes. I'm like, I don't know what the hell this is. The hook hits. I'm like, ah, that's on Time Live CD. Brings you back. <laughs> the hook brings you back. That's, that's I've been told that. But Louisville, Iowa, again, going back to how we started this somehow. How did we get into the I don't know. The the most watched game, or I guess more watched than any NBA game. But like, I, I remember last year, you know. For the he, record, AEW's beaten out some NBA games. I believe it. Yeah, but NBA's ratings are down. They're down. And even last year when they, they came out with the, the most watched basketball games of any sort, like the 30 most watched basketball games, nine of the top ten were, were college games. And I think that they were all but one NCAA tournament games. And that includes, like, not just ESPN games, but, like, NBA playoffs across all networks, the games that are on, you know, Christmas Day. Like, nine out of the ten most watched games last season were NCAA men's tournament games. And it's probably going to be the same this year. It's just, like, you know, NBA's 
gotta gotta pick it up a little bit. I mean, it's, but it's, but also it's like the most followed league around the world. I think I don't think they care about American rankings because they, you've got like they have like five million more social media followers than any other league, and they, their ratings worldwide are are way bigger. Like it doesn't become an international game. It's huge in China. It's huge in other parts of the world. Whereas MLB is very much a big deal in America, and the NFL is very much a big deal in America, and it's tried to branch out a little bit more. But the NBA is the biggest sport when it comes to a worldwide audience, which is kind of just it's it's crazy. Yeah, the NFL's never NFL Europe wasn't really. Uh, they were going to play quarterback in NFL Europe for a year. There you go. I think he was like MVP. I think he won like a backup. He was either MVP or second voted MVP one season they were over there. And then he was like, I'm ready to coach. I don't want to do this anymore. This is, well, NFL Europe was a little farther back. I mean, it's been a while since NFL Europe was around. Uh, second break. When we come back, we'll get into some of these recruits, uh, these transfer options that are in the portal now, potentially considering Louisville and that Louisville is maybe going to make a big push for. Uh, we'll take some text from you guys as well at 502-414-1450. Keep it locked. More Rutherford Show on the way next here on 1450 The Big X. Hotter than a pepper sprout. We've been talking about Jackson ever since the fire went out. I'm going to Jackson. I'm going to mess. Rolling down a backwoods Tennessee byway. One arm on the wheel. Holding my lover with the other A sweet, soft, southern thrill Worked hard all week, got a little jingle On a Tennessee Saturday night Couldn't feel better, I'm together With my Dixieland delight Spend my dollar, park in a holler, need the mountain moonlight. Hold her up tight, hold her up tight. Make a little loving, a little turtle dubbing on a Mason Dixon line. Best country song ever. Fight it. It's my life. That's a good one. Oh, so right. Yeah. My Dixieland delight. Pick it up. All right, welcome back in. Tuesday edition of the Rutherford Show here on 1450 and 96.1 The Big X. We got the racing Louisville season starting this weekend, the home season starting this weekend, I should say. Uh, tickets available right now. Racing Lou, uh, they're going to play. Who are they playing? I, yeah. A loser. A loser. Someone who's about the to Washington be crying. Spirit, the Washington Spirit this weekend. Low spirits. For their home opener on April 1st. Tickets starting at just $17 per game. Call 502-LUCITY or RacingLouFC.com slash tickets to join us for racing's biggest season yet. And we're going to be giving away some racing Louisville season tickets a little bit later on today's show. All right. Uh, do you want to talk? Do you have your little graphic, your little, little song ready? Because we're, we're going to talk some transfers. Are you ready? Portal time. Right. Portal combat. It's the transfer portal. <laughs> the transfer portal. Who we gonna get? 
in this transfer portal, yeah. Could it be a you a Pac-12 player now? You got time. I got five minutes to spend on this. <laughs> okay. All right, let's talk about it. Who's in it now, baby? Every day we can just play this and just give you a new name, right? We can. I mean, it, there's new names leaving and, and, and you know, going as we, as we talk. For instance, just now, five minutes ago, NC State's Terquavian Smith, superstar, first-team All-ACC performer, announced that he is going to the NBA draft and not retaining his college eligibility. He's done. Boom. Who Leave. is that? Uh, Terquavian Smith from NC State. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Very good player. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me a little bit. Yesterday we had Tyrese Proctor from Duke announced that he's coming back. Like, he's that's a huge deal for Duke. Um, people are like, they're going to be preseason number one. I'm like, no, good luck with that. But he, that well for North Carolina. <laughs> he, he, he's coming back. That's a big deal for them. Tequavian Smith is gone. Uh, we mentioned yesterday, Caleb Love entering the portal. It's all, everybody, everywhere, making news, leaving, going, staying, NBA, back to high school. You, you never know what's happening. It's crazy. It's madness out there. But two names I have, I think, We've talked about the names that are out there that Louisville has shown interest in. We talked about Caleb Love yesterday. I do think Louisville's going to be a player. I don't think that Louisville's going to wind up getting Caleb Love. You know where Caleb Love's going to end up? Memphis. I was going to say Texas. I don't know about that. It I mean, sounds they, like they, Memphis they, and Missouri are the first ones. They lose ones. Carr and Hunter. They're going to need to buy another big-name guard. They are. I, I think they'll keep Tyrese Hunter, and Carr's gone. He's, he's, Hunter, he's out of eligibility. Hunter, I mean, he, that was the reason he went there was to get the he one. kind of a bad year. I mean, maybe I know he'll try. Yeah, I know his numbers were down. I did see that. He might I, try, but he, I mean, I don't know if he can make more money than he's going to get paid at Texas next year. Well, that's that's a given. Um, I, but Carr is gone. Carr's, yeah. Carr's out of eligibility, so they will. The, the, they certainly will be in the market for a big time guard. Uh, but it sounds like Memphis and Mizzou for I don't know what their NIL situation is, but it sounds like for whatever reason they have vaulted to the top of Caleb Love's board. Okay. We've talked a lot about Davion McKnight from Western Kentucky. Yep. That seems like it's kind of fizzled a little bit. I mean, mm. there's a lot of talk that he's going to wind up going to UCF. Um, we'll see if, if that comes to fruition. But when two names... UCF becomes suddenly... This is like, when they got the Big 12 deal. I guess so. Big 12 deal, Orlando. Like, they think they're going to be a player now. They got money down there. They've always had money. It's a huge school. Well, you get when you charge people 10 bucks to enter your city. Yeah, well... Two names have come up that I think are, have vaulted to the top All right. of Louisville's board. And one of them entered the portal last night. Keon Menafield from Washington. Yeah. I'm, 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 Freshman All-Pac-12 performer. He announced a week ago that he was coming back to Washington. Like, I'm, don't worry about me. I'm not going pro. not going to the portal. I'm coming back for one more year. Psych. And then last night was like, except I'm not. I'm, I'm, I'm in the portal. I'm going to go somewhere else. Take my talents elsewhere. And according to recruiting people out there, I think Andrew Slater was the first one to say this. It seems like it's legit. This is kind of a battle between Louisville and Alabama. Menafield is, I mean, the, the numbers are this, 10 points per game, yeah, 2.9 rebounds, whatever. He's a 6'1 point guard. 3.1 assists. He had a 2-to-1 assist to turnover ratio. Solid. Now, he started off the season like... like as a freshman, by the way. As a, as a true freshman. He started off the season not playing quite as much as he did. He, he was a, I think, I don't think he started the first game, became a starter, lost the starting job. In the middle part of the season, he was playing, you know, like 18, 25 minutes a game, and then became a guy that they heavily relied upon more and more as the season went on. His scoring numbers went up. I mean, you talk about his, he's averaging 10 points per game, but he really didn't start taking a bunch of shots until you get into like middle of January. Also, I mean, if you want to put like a little bit of a buzzkill on that, his turnover numbers went way up at the end of the year. They still were good, 
especially when you look at our turnover numbers. I mean, his turnover numbers were pristine when you compare him to like basically anybody who handled the ball for our, our team last year. Uh, it's not fair to like compare him to people to us. So, I mean. But the, you have a lot of games in December and, and, and November where he's got zero turnovers that I think helped that average. And then later in the year, they went up a little bit. He had a, a game late against Oregon State where he turned it over six times. But still, he is a guy who plays under control. He shoots it well enough from the outside. He's not a knockdown three-point shooter. He's crafty around the rim. He's a great finisher. I think he's a terrific passer, but he really he just controls the tempo, which is we had nobody who could do that last year. We had LLs who naturally is a go, 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 scoring guard, running the show. We had nobody to kind of slow things down, initiate the offense, deal with a press without getting sped up too much. If teams wanted to speed us up last year, they had no problem doing it. Menafield is the type of player who can allow you, your team, to control the tempo. And I think that's why I like him so much. That's why I would love to see him here, even if he's not. You know, if he's running the show and Scott's playing off the ball or if they want Scott Clark to win the point guard job and he comes off the bench, I would love to have him in the fold. I think he would help us out significantly. Um, I want him. I'd love to have him. I, I, I want him. I, there, there are some guys out there in the portal that we've been linked to that I'm a little bit skeptical of. Menafield is a guy that I think can help you. I, I, I think he him. can <laughs> – stop saying that, please. No. Tell, tell KP, I want him. We all want him. He's being pitched to Alabama as, look, Javon Quinterly's gone. You saw what he did here. We have a lot of young talent coming in. You saw what they did in Alabama. Yeah. You, you, well, <laughs> we can't exactly roll our eyes at being number one overall seed. <laughs> I know what you're referring to, but that's it, it's a it's an it's a pitch that is attractive to a player like Minifield right now. Our off the field issues might resolve in penicillin. Wrong kind of, has a lot better shot, and you'll get it in Alabama. Here's kind of what I want to say. I know the situation is an apples to apples, but remember when we lost Tyler Harrell to them in the transfer portal. To, yeah. to, to Alabama. Which I, he's still in the portal, by the way. He's back in the portal, yeah. yeah. So we all kind of did the thing where it's like, I mean, it's Bama. You know, it's, it's Bama football. Like, we're good, but it's Bama. You can't really. I want to see us pull that same rank oh, yeah. with Keon Minifield. I, I want, yeah, Bama's had some success recently. And I know like, comparing them being a number one overall seed to us being relatively good in football for is not, again, not apples to apples. But historically, Bama's never played in a Final Four. We've won three national titles. We've played in a ton of Final Fours. We care about basketball a billion times more than Alabama fans care about basketball. We've got the facilities. We've got the infrastructure. We've got the history. We've got everything that Bama cannot give you. Go out and get this kid. If it, if it really is down to just us and them, win this. We should win 10 times out of 10 times when we go ahead, uh, up against Alabama if money is not an issue. Now, if they're offering him, I don't know, $1.5 million next year and we're not. We can match that. <clears throat> But that's my point. If it's not just about the money, we should win. And I don't feel like that's a ridiculous statement, right? I know Bama's recruiting well, but if it's not strictly a, they're offering me more, I can't turn this down, I'm you know, doing the right thing for my family, doing the right thing for myself, I'm going to go because they're going to pay me more. If it's just Louisville versus Alabama, Louisville should win that battle 10 times out of 10. And I'm trusting that it's not a, a money thing if we lose him. Let's go get him. Let's make it happen. Bring the kid here. If you want him, like as Trevor said, he wants him. I want if him. KP wants him. Go get him. Make this happen. KP, <laughs> hey, yo, homie, I want him. Trevor wants him. I mean, <laughs> I want him. Have I said that about anybody yet so far in the transfer portal, really? You said, you, you said you'd take a couple guys. Yeah, but, I'd but take him. you've em. never been like this. I want him. This is this is you've never been this gross. This about is the it. guy. <laughs> you've never made me feel uncomfortable about any of the other players that we've taken left. Well, that should give you a hint. 
I mean, I told I did this is who I've wanted. This is who I've described. This is who I've 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 put on a pedestal weeks ago and said that we need to go after. This is it. Now the you other heard me describe it. Go get it. The other player that it sounds like Louisville is prioritizing. And again, I should I, sh- I should reiterate this is not firsthand information. This is not from sources at UFL. I'm not I'm not, I'm not getting that type of stuff anymore. This is kind of second and third hand information. But it sounds like Louisville is prioritizing Menafield and then another Pac-12 player, Reese Dixon Waters. We talked a little bit about yesterday from USC, who was the Pac-12 sixth man of the year. Now, Dixon Waters is more kind of like the player that I think we've we've had recently with Kenny Payne. Six foot five sophomore, bigger guard. He's not a point guard. Mm-mm. He's athletic, super athletic. He doesn't shoot it great. He's, I think, a capable defender. I mean, USC is a program that doesn't emphasize defense that much. They, they have great shot blockers, but they're not great on-ball defenders. Like, I, I would, I, I'd like to have him. I don't know if he changes you the way that Minifield has the chance of changing. He strikes me as a guy that kind of would fit in with last year's team. He's a little bit turnover prone. He can get sped up. He is super athletic. He would replace Kamari Lyons, probably. I can see him kind of playing. They're, they're he's sim- smaller. Similar. Well, is he smaller? Well, but he's more athletic. No, Lance was like 6'4", anyway. Lance is 6'7", I believe. Was he really? I think that's where he's listed at. I, can I check. thought he was closer to like 6'5", but I could be wrong. Uh, I'm a lot of times. But... Who's apparently Kamari Lyons. We may trade him. He is 6'8", actually. No way. Yeah. <laughs> he is a, by the way, Kamari Lance is visiting Arizona State this week. Um, maybe we can swap to USC. Swap, a little, yeah. little Pac-12 trade for you. Well, I was thinking, yeah, but I mean, he's also the numbers kind of like not a great three-point shooter, two-point percentage is higher because he's more of a slasher kind yeah, of guy. Yeah, for sure. Uh, kind of came out of his shell as a junior this year. I mean. Sophomore. I thought he was a junior. He's played two years. He's, a, he's He'll be a junior if he comes here. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's played two seasons. He was the sixth man of the year this past year. His shooting numbers were good. I'm looking at his third season. Look at his freshman year. He played 10 games in 2021. 2021-2022 is his first season. I don't know what you're looking at. I'm looking at the official stats here. Are you on sports reference? Of course I am. Yeah, of course you are, and of course it's wrong. Uh, he's a, he was a sophomore this past year. He played. He did not start any games as a freshman, but played in all 33 of their games. Uh, he started eight games this past year, but still was able to win sixth man of the year. His three-point numbers, he shot 46% from three as a freshman, but he didn't take— Everything else you're seeing is right on here. <laughs> yeah, he, he didn't take nearly as many as he took this past year. He only took 50 shots from beyond the arc as a, as a freshman. And last year took 81 and was a 29% three-point shooter. So now, now, remember, you can be a sophomore and play three years in college basketball. You now. can, but he's only played two years. <laughs> then why is, How is this 10 games played on here? I mean, there's no way you could be that wrong about something on a web page to have an entire season on here for a kid. Well, that's sports reference for you. What, where were you, what side are you on? USC's official site. Okay. Well, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> are you calling up the Trojan SID department? I'm maybe, yeah, I might want to. I might die on this hill. <laughs> Let me check ESPN. <laughs> ESPN's got the same thing. No, what are you talking about? I'm on their site and seeing three seasons. On ESPN? No, on uh, USC's official site. Where I'm on USC's official site. Go to his site. career stats. 2021, he played 10 games, 34 total minutes. Averaged a half a point a game. Sophomore year, or second year. 21-22, played 33 games, zero starts. In fact, they have it. They have it. They have him starting seven games. A reference has him starting eight as a junior. I see. I, I, his bio says that he joined the team second semester, as if in twenty 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 one. Yeah, twenty and twenty one season. I guess I owe sports reference an apology. Yeah, thank you. 
He played in three of USC's four NCAA tournament games. Played in 10 games total, according to their own one, their own site. He missed games because of COVID. I'm walking out on this one. This I can't get a better higher note. I should Oh, my God. How did I miss this? What'd you mess up? I should have made a bet and made you watch Shallow How. I'm this. Don't, I, this is <laughs> day four of you bringing up Shallow How. I thought we were going to get through this. No, one day I'm going to find a way to make a bet with you. And I'm going to make you watch it off this bet. <laughs> you win this one. <laughs> Damn. I missed it. I had two sides. I thought that was enough. Apparently not. And it, and you just you have this blind spot against Sports Reference. I don't know if because they're always wrong. I, I'm assuming that much like the movie, I won't I mention again. You were dumped because of Sports Reference. Sports <laughs> Reference. The, the the web programmer was actually a former lover. I was with this girl and she just kept ignoring me and I wanted to get busy. She wanted to keep reading Sports Reference. I was like the coder. She just screw that site. Broke my heart. <laughs> Couldn't keep her attention the way Sports Reference could. But Resticks and Waters, I would I, back to the point. If there was one, I would like to have him, but I don't think that he priority. I don't think he changes you. I don't think adding him takes you from a 15 win team to a 20 win team or whatever your your expectation is. I think he'd be a good piece, but it's more of a long term piece. I think Menafield helps you immediately coming in I think in the in the backcourt. Um, now, does the Sky Clark have anything? Would would you think that they can defer Minifield in any way? Because I mean, I'm assuming he. This is kind of like. I don't want to say it's just like Hunter, like last year, but we're talking about another freshman. Mm-hmm. Impact freshman. Hunter's numbers probably were similar. Maybe, maybe Hunter's better. better. Yeah, maybe better assist to, to turnover ratio numbers. But still. he was the freshman of the year in the, in the Big Twelve. Yeah, but scoring wise, I think he was around ten or twelve points, like Minifield is. Yeah, he's just he was more of a defense guy. And I'll just say, yeah, he was. That's that's a given. So I mean, and I, I don't. I mean, obviously, I don't know. I'm just saying, and we didn't have Sky Clark last year. I understand that, but like, I, I'm worried that we get. Deferred again by him wanting to go somewhere in, in, because Sky Clark is here. It's possible. It, it, it's the same thing we talked about with Davion McKnight, who had reportedly said that he was a little bit concerned with Sky Clark coming in. Menafield's better than McKnight, though. Menafield is, I think he is, I think he will definitely be a better player by the time he graduates college than, than Davion McKnight. I think he has more ability. Um, it's just a matter of, I mean, like we're seeing it more and more. Finished products, these fifth year seniors are better than super talented freshmen who are just a little bit raw yeah, and yeah. super talented sophomores who just aren't, you know, it's just like it's any other game. Like the older players, the, the more experienced players, they tend to be better at their particular game. And we're seeing that in college basketball, but Minifield, the, the only thing that we haven't talked about, and it's a good point bringing up the, the defense with Tyrese Hunter. He played in that Hopkins three, two zone defense. Mm-hmm. We're not going to play, you know, we're going to be a man to man team. How good can he be as an on ball defender? We, like we we didn't, we haven't seen him really play that at all as a college basketball player, so that would be the only thing that would concern me a little bit. Legit question, by the way. Watching his highlights, he seems to me to be athletic enough and certainly quick enough to be a good defender. When you see a guy who can move that that well laterally on offense, he can move that well laterally on defense. That should be a given. It's just a matter of teaching him the, the fundamentals, which look is is a concern after what we saw last year. I'm not going to keep going back to last year, but like we need to see this team play better basic defensive principles, employ basic better defensive principles, and that all comes back to coaching. So let's get – I would love to have men afield. I'd like to have re-sticks and waters, but if it's re, if it's versus – if it's re-sticks and waters versus waiting around and seeing if there's a potentially better option down the line, I'm kind of in a, a wait and see. I really want men afield, and I really want the Churchill Abbott kid, the, the other kid from the African Basketball Academy. I think he is – you're seeing more and more teams, more big-time players – join the fray for his recruitment. I'd love for us to land him. I think he is 
I think he has a chance to be really good. Um, so that's I, give me Minifield, give me Abbas, and then let's wait and see. We still have two scholarships available at this point. There are going to be some bigger names out there. There's you know let's let's see if we can get another I mean, big time card. The Arizona Chris is out there, isn't he? Yeah, well, apparently we haven't. I, I don't think we're involved. We're, we're not even going to bother trying to go after that. It doesn't sound like it. Maybe just, I'm wrong, but it we just he, we probably see him as out of our league. No, I mean, or maybe it's a deal where like he entered the portal and everybody knows where he's going. Like there've been all these things about like like I. Somebody was like, big time, big East transfer news coming today. Like, everybody knows where these players are going. Yesterday, Severe Wheeler enters, enters the portal, and Kyle Tucker's like, he's going to the, he's going to the Big 12. Like, so like, when a lot of these guys, when they announce it, it's... Can you be more specific? Yeah, apparently not. I guess they're waiting for the, <laughs> the announcement to come, but it's like, you know, it, a lot of times when these guys enter the portal, there's already an expectation of where they're going to go. I don't know if that's the deal with Krista, but he... I have not heard him link to Louisville. I've heard him link to Illinois heavily. I've heard some Xavier talk, but Louisville have not heard. Him. Why would you do that? If you're, I mean, if you're going to transfer portal, this is your chance to be wined and dined a second time. Yeah, and, may, and maybe in some maybe cases. they already have been. Yeah. <laughs> and some, I mean, in some cases, some of these kids maybe didn't get wined and dined to this level when they came actually out of high school. Oh, exactly. I mean, Menefield was a like the number 257 overall player yeah, in his class. I mean, like, this is, this is new to him. I doubt Wheeler was, 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 you know, given given all champagne dreams and, and caviar and everything when he came out and went to Georgia, was it, went Georgia right? Was yes, yeah. correct. I mean, maybe a little bit, but I doubt a whole lot. I mean, so yeah, just some of these kids, yeah, I'm, I'm Davion McKnight or some of you know, take advantage of it, man. Don't just just go and pick the first girl that, that dances with you. I'm in the field, you. baby. I'm with you. All right, we gotta go to break. When we come back, we'll take some texts from you guys. Five zero two four one four fourteen fifty. Uh, we, a couple other guys that are in the portal that I have no knowledge about whether or not they've contacted Louisville, but who we can talk about a little bit. Uh, we'll do some of that. A little football notes from spring practice via UofL from earlier today. And then, of course, your text. 502-414-1450. Mike Rutherford Show continues next here on The Big X. Lucky as a seven, living in heaven with my Dixieland tonight. Spend my dollars in the morning not a soul in sight city's looking like a ghost town on a moon a summer night raindrops on the windshield there's a storm moving in he's heading back from somewhere that he never should, should have, have been. been and the thunder And the thunder roll. I just imagine the program for this song being like Ross and friends with like the DJ. They, they like, like hit the thunder right now. Every light is burning. <laughs> it's a great song. I mean, is there a better better story song about cheating? She's Probably not. I mean, even, I, even story, I mean, I guess every song about cheating would be a story song in its own way. But, I mean, this whole song is just, I mean, a great throughout the whole night. I'll tell you what, another great country song about cheating, Sawyer Brown, All These Years. I Terrific song. Very, very sad. This is a good song, though. I hate that Garth's not on Spotify because I do all my music on Spotify now. He's, you he's, know, he's not on. He's not on. Here's the weird right, thing. I don't know where road. I found it. And the lightning, lightning strike. strike. <laughs> <laughs> he's actually not on iTunes either. 
but yet somehow I don't know where I found it. One of them, because like if I type in like Thunder Rolls or Shameless, my two favorite songs for okay. I mean, I'm I'm a, I, ooh, I'm a much too young guy. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm a more mainstream Garth Brooks guy, I guess, with those two. You don't think much? Much is kind of mainstream, probably, but not as much as those two are. Friends of low, low places. places. Yeah, those are your top three. Too bad we can't go to Spotify to answer this question. Apparently, oh, that's true. We can't even, we can't even answer it. Like, because I would think if I had to guess, I would say actually, Friends in Low Places is probably number one. I would guess so too. I, I then, would say the dance would be up there too. I would say that shameless and or standing outside the fire. I can see this not even being in the top three, but it's one of my favorites. I'm a big fan. Um. But he's not on iTunes either. And but for some reason, it's like when you Google it or you search iTunes for one of those two songs, you'll get like cover groups or like tribute bands and stuff like that. Somehow, I don't know when or where, I did come across an actual, him singing these two songs off like some like complimentary uh, compilation album called like Nashville Nuggets. Hmm. And it doesn't have his name on it, but it's him singing. And yet, that's how like that's the only reason I have like these those two songs on my iTunes that are actually by him. Interesting. Why is he not on any platform? Is he just got a one of those holdouts? There, every now and then, there's some there's a few people like that. He's like the only one I've ever come across though. On like Jay Z's not on uh, Spotify. So I'm not a big Jay Z guy. Anymore. I'm a big fan of this this woman. She's actually married to Andy Samberg, Joanna Newsom. She's not on uh, I've heard Spotify, which always kind of drives me crazy. Now I wonder if that does count for all iTunes. If you're not on Spotify, I wonder if you're automatically on iTunes either. I don't know. Garth Brooks now we know is both. So. I'm guessing that the people who are Spotify holdouts are holdouts of all streaming services. That'd be my guess. But I would assume maybe some pick, pick their favorite. I don't know. Would you say Jay Z? Jay Z's not on. I know he's not because he launched his like own streaming service. Remember that? Did he? That's when he were, like he like dropped an album and he and Beyonce were both. So he and Beyonce, I don't think either one are on Spotify because they like have their own uh, streaming service that nobody listens to. I do got Jay Z on iTunes. Okay, maybe it's just Spotify. Yeah. Got top songs on here, albums, yada, yada. Well, no, yada. he's on Spotify now. What, what, was I, what was I talking about? I, I don't he, know. That's what I'm curious. I thought he wasn't. He was you're on, not having a good day with your I'm not. Team. I'm really not. I mean, you're accusing me of lying, sports reference of lying, not Spotify. I mean, do we even know if Garth Brooks is actually not on these? In, he's anymore? not on Spotify. I just checked. Garth Brooks <laughs> is not on Spotify. Uh, Yeah, he's still, like, if you type Garth Brooks, it comes up, like, Thunder Rolls by Country Music Assemble or, you know, The Dance by Pick an Old Series. Yeah, it's like a bunch know. of cover groups and stuff doing it. Yeah, uh, Garth Brooks is not. He had basically so Garth Brooks had an exclusive deal with Amazon. Is Chris Gaines on? <laughs> Neil Young is not on Spotify. Joni Mitchell's not on Spotify. Joanna really? Newsom's not on Spotify. Um, yeah, Joni Mitchell's a pretty sure on. Wonder. I mean, I think I think you're just proving me right that iTunes is better. I think you might be right. De La Soul is not on Spotify, but then they just now, got on. They Spotify. are. I know they are on. Uh, they just got on in March of 2003. So just a few weeks ago. Joni Mitchell. Mitchell's on iTunes. Yeah, well. I mean, how much does Spotify cost for that commercials? It's not much. It's pretty cheap. We've had it for a long time now. I mean, I'll just, I mean, is it so bad you can't say it? I mean. I just don't know. Oh, <laughs> you're one of those ones. You're like me. You you sign up for the recurring and just yeah, go. Yeah, I just, I forget. Just, my life goes on. Yeah. The next thing you know, Netflix is charging you 28 bucks and you had no idea it was more than 10. <laughs> Spotify is. I'm right there with you, though. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Like I, I, we also do, like, the family thing. Like, we're like, yeah, we, okay. we all kind of, like, split, like, one account. Like, we kind of cheat. I mean, I, do, I know. I, I'm just bringing up. Cause I, $4.99 a month. How much? $4.99. Oh, that's a lot cheaper. iTunes is, like, $11.99. Wow. Yeah. So, I guess you do get, I guess that's why I get more artists. So, good thing, then. It's only missing, like, five. Spotify's not as bad as I thought. I thought there were there were more. 
But it looks like Garth's really the only like big mainstream artist who's not on there. Speaking of, uh, I don't know why I don't, this just popped in my head, but this is something I actually didn't mean to bring up yesterday. You ready? Yes. I thought about you over the weekend. Okay. I don't. I didn't know that this is like. I don't know if it's because the Bidenia, like it's being brought up on a regular basis now for all this. And I think you probably know where I'm heading with this scenario. But like, I guess on Saturday or Sunday it was announced that like apparently that was the day of the year that Griffey is still getting paid by the Reds. Oh, okay. And I don't know if you did. You not see this? No, I didn't see oh, it. It was kind of on my Facebook and Twitter, and it was it was a note that on this day Griffey, because of a deferment payment, like Benia got. He gets today. He's now making three point five three point five nine million dollars as of today, which also makes him the fourth highest paid player on the Reds roster. <laughs> so I read this, and I and the first two things I thought of, and I know you're probably oh. thinking the same thing I'm thinking. One, why are they still paying him three point five nine million dollars? And two, more importantly, and sadly. Why the hell is that their fourth highest paid roster spot? Now, what I just saw, your team? what I just saw is exactly the third highest paid paid player. I mean, on the you only had three players making over three point five million dollars. We have the, I think, the second lowest budget this year. Like we have, we have money to spend because Votto's making like sixty, right? Votto's making twenty five million. Yeah, he's making more than the rest of your team combined. Probably. Will Myers, a new acquisition, is making six million, and then Ken Griffey Jr. is third at three point <laughs> six million dollars. That's incredibly embarrassing. How do you lose hundred games in a season? Your third highest paid player has retired. We'll 12, do it again. Twelve years ago. We'll do it again. We're, we're going for a hundred again this year. Now, uh, I, was, <laughs> I mean, that's, I almost I, I, I didn't send it to you because I figured you were being saturated by it over the weekend. So no, I, I like, didn't see it. I, I did see that our our <laughs> newly named fourth starter of our rotation, Overton. Uh, gave up, t- I think, 10 earned runs in two and a third innings in his last spring training start. I was like, oh, my God. Uh, we, have the, we have the youngest opening day starter, Hunter Green, who's going to be awesome. Yeah, I um, hope so. I got him in fantasy. Lodolo's going to be great. I mean, our three young starters are going to be fantastic, but we've got nothing else besides When that. does the season? It starts April 1st, is it? Uh, opening day, I think, is the first game is, I, I want to say Friday, Friday night. You got that because they do that. Like, oh, no, that the, bats, one, the bats open on Friday night. I thought there was like one MLB game Friday night where they do like the one. Okay, well, I meant the Reds. When did the Reds start? Oh, uh, I think Monday. Is it Monday? Okay, most people start. I guess most. I thought they would be doing it on a Saturday, but okay. I mean, maybe they're doing a Friday night. Yeah, because they, they always Reds are always opening day, like always afternoon. Oh, they always get home, yeah, right? Because they had the the very first baseball game. Uh, Major League Baseball is scheduled. I guess the first game is actually going to be Thursday. Okay, so that was good. That makes sense. I wouldn't think they'd want to go against my elected. It's always right around Final Four. And then everybody else opens up on Monday. Yeah, I guess there's, there's I take it back, I think Thursday, there's a bunch of games. So okay. the, the Reds do play Thursday at 410 oh. against the Pirates. There you go. March, right. March 30th. And then, as I mentioned beforehand, in the bats you can hear on this station, start on Friday. Why don't you get old Nick, maybe have him come on the show. Maybe Thursday. The bats are going to be super fun this it's year. I mean, we, we got Ellie De La Cruz, who's going to be the big, next big thing. Today, by the way. You've got fantastic, I mean, like they they have a, ton of prospects in the bats this year. I've got two friends who are diehard Reds fans who've bought season tickets. Like those like little mini season ticket pa- uh, packages for this year to bring their kids and like watch the prospects and get excited about it. It's going to be a fun year. You'd hope to they games. leave them down there long enough, right, though? Uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, uh, look, look, folks, the Reds are not making a push for the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, <I> mean, <laughs> They're going to make sure these guys stay as far away from the big club as they can uh, <laughs> until at, at the earliest next year is when they're going to start don't, trying. Don't, don't want to give them the Josh Hamilton treatment. We are not trying this early year. There's, there's, there is no shot. The Reds are not trying at all this year. They, hopefully, I'm hoping the they fact can, your third highest paid player is King Griffey Jr. pretty much tells you they're not trying. I'm hoping that they can keep things interesting until like June. Just like keep me... 
Like, don't do last year with a two and twenty-one start. Yeah. <laughs> like, keep me invested. Keep me watching games on weeknights until at least like the middle of the summer or late June. Just, I guess. I guess on the note of baseball, the only other baseball note I can say before we move on from it, did you see the clip of the uh, the Phillies catcher who got thrown out for moving his glove away from the umpire? No. Where have you been the last two days online? Why am I ahead of you in social I media? I have not seen that. Good Lord. Uh, I don't know. The, I, it's the catcher's it's JT Rolamicio or whatever his name is. Real Muto? Yeah, that dude. Yeah. Um, so he's going to, to get the ball from the, the umpire, and he's, he holds his hand there for about a second, and he doesn't feel anything. He moves his hand away. And just moves his hands away, the umpire drops the ball. And the umpire, I guess, took it personally and threw him out of the game. What? <laughs> I can't believe you haven't seen no, it. No, I haven't seen it. Yeah, I mean, he just he holds his glove for about I mean, a second or two there. He doesn't get, uh, you can probably just Google that guy's name and umpire, and it'll come up. And the umpire goes to drop the ball, and he just moves his hand, and the umpire's pissed off and thinks he's showing him up and throws him out. I saw that it was last night was, uh, the one thing that I did see from baseball last night was that Sergio Romo is retiring, and he came out one last time for the Giants. Uh, their longtime closer helped him win a, a couple World Series, and that was it was. I think they they brought out. Um, oh God, who's the, the goofy? Dude? I forgot his name a few weeks ago, and everybody reminded me. Um, who played for the Giants in the World Series? He was on that Sandoval? episode of. Uh, he was on that episode of Fuller House. Um, the right fielder. Oh, I, did, I never watched Fuller House. So Hunter Pence. Hunter Pence. Oh, Hunter Pence. Okay, I know that. They brought him out to do the thing where it's like he's taking him out of the game when he got the two outs to give him one last send off. Like that was kind of sad, even though he tortured my favorite team for a while. But he's he, he was a good player. Um, I'm going to bring the mood down there. But he, he's retired. He's not dead. He's just retired. <laughs> I'm get time talking about. He's fine. Talking about the patheticness of the Reds payroll. He's going to be okay. Umpires being overzealous with throwing people out. And you're like, well, this guy's on his. He's retiring. He's just retiring. He's, he's, he's a millionaire. He's won a multiple World Series. He's fine. 502-414-1450 is the Thornton's text line. Let's take some text here. I'm an old man here. Calvin Ridley's going to wear number zero for the Jaguars. I'm not a fan of receivers outside of the Okay, team. okay. Let's, let's, let's move on. I'm just I, One thing we're in zero? Come on. Texas, can Josh put the whole athletic budget into the women's basketball program? We always come so close, but then run into a brick wall every season. How long until we become the brick wall? What's it going to take? And please don't mention the bad call a couple years ago. A bit of my soul dies every time it's brought up. It does. It does. You very clearly, I mean, we need a dominant post player, I think, if we're going to to win a national title. That's um, not really Walls' style. Bro. It's not, and that, that's the thing. is He doesn't like playing that style. I mean, we'll see. I mean, if Iowa wins a national title, they don't have, they've got a good post player. They don't have a dominant post player. If they're somehow able to beat South Carolina, that would be a big uh, notch in, in Jeff Walls' belt as far as his, the style that he plays. But we also, I mean, if you're not going to have that dominant, you need your superstar. Haley Van Lith has been awesome. But you need her to be... Caitlin Clark. You need her to be Angel McCautry. No. You need her to be like that type of player. And as good as Haley has been, she's not she's not in that that, that category right now. Like she's I, I saw that the the player from Villanova who scored a thousand points this year, she's going pro a year early. She's going to the WNBA. That's gotta be like I, I know she's not the first to do that, but there's stuff. It's still rare for yeah, sure. It's very rare, yeah. But she's yeah, she's she's bouncing. But you need a player like that. I mean, you, you maybe Haley becomes that next season. And maybe I think that's gotta be the goal, but if we're going to get there, I think we need to up our talent just a little bit more. I mean, you don't need a center that's going to be like, like, like the level of Boston that can impact the game maybe offensively, but somebody that can at least defensively yes. impact. I mean, I guess Olivia's been good this year. I mean, she she was great in the last game. And Angel she's was kind of a center size. She was six five, but she played the wing at that size. I mean, she's got to be the, probably the biggest star that Walls has had at Louisville. Like I'd in terms, of, so. I don't mean 
bigger. I mean, I mean, in terms of like little legitimate six foot five size. Yeah, she was. She. I mean, out of all the great players we've had, she most, was, of, most them. of them have been smaller. Galler, Asia yeah. Durr, Haley, Dana uh, Evans, Dana Evans for sure. Yeah. Shoney. Uh, it's been. They've all been kind of cut from that same cloth. Yeah, under six foot. Speaking of big guys, uh, Jamarian Sharp, seven foot seven from Western Kentucky in the portal. I say we get him and we team him with Dennis the Menace. God, just playing with, play with the same. Can you imagine time. those two playing like we? Then we can. Then we bring him in and go to a zone. <laughs> play him at the same time. Did you play a three-two? Can you imagine playing a three-two zone with those two on the on the blocks? It'd be great. That would be almost kind of cool to do, right? I mean, that's something you see in a, that's something you do in a video game. If you know they allowed us to have college basketball video games, but you know. Texas, do you have any feelings or vibes about who will be the next announced verbal for B-Ball? I don't. Um, I, I, it sounds like we're in a good position with Metafield, but it sounds like he's also going to probably take a visit here, take a visit to Alabama. There's no, it like everybody, the worst kept secret. Everybody tried to like, ooh, I know. So, like we all knew Sky Clark was coming. We all knew Trenton Flowers was committing and reclassifying. Yeah. And then we all knew Dennis Evans was going to commit. People were like, it's just getting started. We're like, we know. Like we like when Evans committed and everybody's like, it, we're not done yet. I'm like, Everybody knows like Flowers is going to commit to us, and we're going to get Sky Clark. And so when that when we got those three, bam, 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 that yeah, in a week, it kind of became like who's next, and there hasn't been a whole lot of scuttle about who's going to be next. I mean, but look, it's going to take some time. We got same thing happened with Goldberg months. and WCW went through like the big guys, and he was like, "Who's next?" And we're like, "I don't know." Texas Trevor, I'm buying us tickets to go see Lamar and Indy together. If he becomes a cult, I don't even know if I want him to be a cult. I don't. It's a cursed franchise. Yeah, I told you. Know I don't like the owner, and also I just I don't know something about Colts. Like, I, it's, it's kind of like the Saints. And then if you're a Colts fan, don't take this personal. But like, I feel like it's just like such a bandwagon fan base. Like, because no one cared about the Colts until Manning got there and they got good. I mean, and, and same with the Saints. Someone gave two bleeps about the Saints, and then suddenly they they want to have like, act like they claim they have who dat sayings and and have fans that are out there. No, you didn't. Watch for two decades how you know one wanted to go to your games. Yeah. It was always empty. Just wow, Lamar won a playoff game. You have to give him the biggest contract ever. Then that's we were comparing him to Sean Watson. I think this, this, I think Watson does have a playoff win though. Didn't he win a wild card game? I don't know. You said he. Yeah, I, I think he did. They just. I just know. Your word for it. I just know the Texans have never made it past the divisional round. I know that for a fact. Okay. Texas says I listened yesterday on podcast. I drive a BMW and it absolutely does not need premium gas. Just BMW snobs who think regular gas isn't good enough for them to buy that stuff. Uh, to be fair, though, the engine has been making weird noises in the past three years <laughs> that I've started driving it, but it's also from 2004, so who knows? Yeah. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's hilarious. 2004. <laughs> well, <laughs> there you go. Texas says, I met my girlfriend on Grinder. She goes to a different school. You wouldn't know her. Well done. <laughs> what? Okay. <laughs> Texas, I missed the start of the show. Did Mike watch Shallow How yet? Why are you doing this? <laughs> I'm going to get to it. I'm going to find a way to, I'm, I'm telling you, there's going to be a bet that's going to come about. And I already, you already know what, my, what I'm going to get if I win the bet. And if you lose the bet and you have to watch it, you have to watch it, right? You're yeah. you're man of honor, right? I will I will watch. If I lose a bet that requires you that to requires watch requires me it. to watch Shallow How, I you, will. Oh, yeah. It's going to take something that I feel very strongly about, though. <laughs> it's going to be a no-lose bet for me to put Shallow <laughs> How on the line. Well, you'd have probably done on that sports reference. This is your salad. <laughs> Texas says, uh, I'm Ooh, good. If Braum wins 10 games, will you watch Shallow How? No, I want that to happen. Okay. Why, why would I bet against that? <laughs> I think it's also possible. Texas, I'm concerned why so many people want Caleb Love. He was the third least efficient player in all of college basketball last year. His career high in threes uh, percentage is 37% from the field, 
please God, no. I'm then he said, I'm pissing myself. This is peak radio at 340. I don't know what we even know what we're talking about at that point. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. I'm conflicted on Caleb Love. I'm I'm with you as well. They're, I don't think yeah. we're going to get him, so I don't think this is going to be an issue. But he certainly is a like if you weren't thrilled with watching L. Ellis play last year the way that he did, that's how Caleb Love wants to play. And Caleb Love, I don't even know if I don't think he's as good as L. Ellis, to be quite frank. He he, he yeah, was I mean. he was in that tournament run, but that was like he clearly did not piece anything together after that. Did I don't know if he didn't work hard in the offseason, but he became all of last year the player that he was for the first two months of two seasons ago. Like he just inefficient, could not read the flow of a game. Every time it seemed like Carolina got some momentum going and they were right there, he would take like a ridiculous turnaround 18-footer in the lane for some reason that would miss badly. Like he just did not seem to play with any sense of team basketball, and and he just he wasn't good enough to play hero ball last year, and that's exactly what he did. And I, I don't know if you can – I don't know how that, a guy like that fits into what we're trying to build here for next season. I mean, it's hard to say. I mean, if, you, if you're – Gonna be like kind of like not on the fence about Sky Clark, and you you can't really be all gung ho for Caleb Love, right? I, I think Sky Clark is you've seen less of him, and he also plays a. I mean, he plays point guard. He's not a like you're not asking him to be like Caleb Love is more of a scoring guard for sure. Like they they're two very different players. I, I think that we've seen enough from Sky Clark to know that he can play the role that Kenny Payne wants to. I don't know if you bring in Caleb Love like what you tell him because he he wants to go somewhere where he's going to shoot twenty times a game. And that's probably not going to be here with what we have at this time. That would have been good last year, maybe. And he and L could have just combined to take 40 shots per game. It'd be I mean, the you sound high-scoring like, backcourt in America. I mean, that sounds like a – I mean, the more you, you speak, the more Memphis sounds perfect. I think it's probably it, – look. Or Eastern Michigan. I think he's – he'd be a Tiger. <laughs> he'd be a, a decent fit. Eastern Michigan would work, too. <laughs> Either one would work out fine. Texas is the guy who talked ish about your intro last week. I love the transfer portal music, Trevor. Thank you. How fancy. I like that. It's the transfer portal. Texas, I'm so ready for guys with COVID eligibility to be done. I have no idea who still has collegiate eligibility. Supposedly, Quinterly at Bama actually has another year if he chooses to stay. I think he does, but I don't think he's going to. I think we've all given up on trying to figure that I, out, right? I said, I said, like when we started the show, everyone's a redshirt sophomore. I mean, until we get until we get through the COVID eligibility era, we we already, need, everyone should be a one through six. I mean, if you're a six, you can't play anymore. If you're a five. <laughs> You might be gone, but technically you got another year. Like, don't, no more seniors. I don't know who's a junior, who's an actual senior. I don't I mean, know. We anything. don't. Even, we don't even celebrate seniors on Senior Day. We're giving it to like we're putting out juniors and sophomores out there anyway. We're 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 celebrating. We're having one more year chance for players who are going through Senior Day festivities and are seniors. <laughs> I don't know what's what anymore. I don't know how to deal with that. You should. That should not be a thing. Make him a. He's a five. You can't honor a five on Senior Day. And I thought trying to keep keep up with like the corporate names of stadiums was difficult. We do need like I, I am. I'm with the texter. I'm ready for. I I like that the NCAA did it. I like that we got extra years for the players who had their seasons taken away. But I'm ready for it to be done. I'm ready to get back to the standard. Redshirt junior is. You got one more year left. I mean, technically they had their postseason taken away, not their season. Right, but like they they got a, a year know, yeah. out of it. I, I'm ready for that to be done. I'm ready for these extra these these COVID seniors to be. A thing of the past. We've got what two more years of this until that's <laughs> true. <laughs> yeah, Texas. I like to pronounce it Churchill A boss. It sounds way more dope. Sure. Yeah. What Churchill Abbas or Abbas or however you say his name. This guy wants likes to pronounce it Churchill A boss. A boss. Okay. Hey, I mean the, the Churchill, like, 
I know I guess technically he can't get NIL deals because he's not born in the country, which is a ridiculous rule. But he could work out something with Churchill Downs, I'm sure. That would make this a perfect fit. I would think, yeah. That's the guy from the African Academy, right? Yes. Okay. Texas says, I heard through the grapevine that UK had some guys talking slash recruiting the golden kid from FAU, and he may enter the portal after the tourney if he doesn't go pro. I mean. The kid from Gary, Indiana? That's Davis. That's John L. Davis. That's Karan Davis's yes, cousin. Karan Davis's cousin, yeah. Golden is the kid from Russia. He's the big man. Oh, yeah. Oh, the that's right. Wasn't he, didn't he, he was already a transfer from Texas Tech, wasn't he? I think that's right. Um, I know he started somewhere else before he went there. He's fine. Like, he's, yeah, he's, I don't exactly. know if he's good enough to play at Kentucky. Well, it depends on what you're looking, what role you're looking from the fill. I mean, if you want him to come in and be like someone that's going to be like Oscar Shibu or even Reed Travis, you're probably going to be very, very disappointed. I mean, he's, yeah, I mean, he's a, he's a seven foot, yeah, he's the guy that can get you six points and six rebounds and, on average, and you know, can be a factor defensively in there a little bit, but that's about it. I mean, that would surprise me. I don't think he's good enough to play at UK. He was really good in their last game. He does not strike me as a guy who could put up solid numbers playing solid minutes in the SEC. He's also good in their last game against. I mean, who's the tallest guy? That I mean, Kansas State's not very big. No, I mean they're more bulky with with than anything with like six. I mean, don't they start their center six eight? I think. Yeah, I mean, he only plays twenty one minutes a game at FAU. That's, I'd be surprised if that happens, but I've been surprised before. Yeah, it was Texas Tech, by the way. Texas so TK, it's, by the way, it's called Apple Music. iTunes doesn't exist anymore. You kept saying that, and I was like, is, is iTunes... there a difference? Yeah, I think iTunes is gone. But it's, I mean, it's the same thing, just a different name, right? I don't know. I just, Apple Music. Texas says, next year, are you appointed? In... Next year, you are appointed the basketball czar, and your first job is to determine the best way to crown a champion. You have three options. One, Keep it the same. Two, the best 16 teams play two out of a three series. Three, NCAA baseball-style tournament with the first round of pool play, Sweet 16 pool play, and then double elimination Final Four, which you pick. Oh, keep it the same. You went very fast. You're talking about college basketball? Yeah. Then keep it the same. I don't even yeah. listen to keep it the same. I don't even want to hear them. Yeah. Keep it the same. Nothing does it better than college basketball. Could not agree more. I mean, the NBA needs to take a lesson from it. Texas says, I sent this to the text line March 15, 2022. I said, a sad Reds fan fact. Ken Griffey Jr. is the sixth highest paid player on the team this oh, year. He was. <laughs> then again, he would probably be at least the sixth best player in this lineup. Still the team, Bob. Good to hear that now he's up to fourth highest paid. He's earned it. <laughs> God, that is so sad. That's sad. He's got up two spots. Uh, I'm sorry. I don't remember because I don't remember this from last year. Like, I, I don't, don't either. I don't remember because I, mean, I know that you know, everyone knows by Benia Day, Jan- July 1st, I believe, if not mistaken, or is it right? July 1st? Yes, I think yeah, that's right. I mean, it's, and everybody knows that running joke, which I think runs out in like two years, if I'm not mistaken. It's, it's almost done. So, like, and I know he's not the only one. So, like, I guess seeing that was kind of sad. I, I hadn't seen it before, but apparently it's been going on for years. There's been a Ken Griffey Day that we didn't know about. I didn't know that either, but. It's, I wonder how many other, there's got to be at least, I, I I would bet you there's, what, 30 franchises in, in Major League Baseball? I'd say at least 20 have a, a similar situation. The Yankees probably got three or four of them. You think? I mean, more than likely, your bigger franchises probably do, yeah. Okay. Padres probably have one or two of them. They probably, I mean, they're going to have, they probably still have a, like, a, the Rangers probably still have an A-Rod day. I mean, they, they gave the guy $300 million. There's no way he made that all off, right? I mean, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, you're probably right. I don't know. I mean, I might be wrong, but I would, I, if I had to put an over under, I'd say 18 of the 30 teams 
still do pay, pay veteran day, uh, yearly that has not been on the team for more than probably four or five years. You're probably right. Texas, nobody can quite ruin the pronunciation of someone's name like Trevor. Well, who did I screw up this time? That's that's accurate. <laughs> Vlad Golden? I mean, I said that right. That's right. Who is it? The, there were a couple ones that I had to be Minifield? Like, yeah, and it was somebody before them when you were like, yeah, just you messed it up. I don't remember what it was. <laughs> it couldn't have been that bad. Texas, the volleyball home schedule news uh, released today. UK, Stanford, Pitt, all at the Yum Center this year. That's good. I know we played Stanford out in California last year. I guess that's a return. Yeah, I'm coming. But always good to play UK at home. Beat them for 17th straight year. And then Pitt, our big conference rival, Final Four rival. Get them at home. Volleyball's going to be good again this year. We, we'll make a run in the national title. It'll be fun again. That's what we do. That's what we do. All right, let's take a break. When we come back, we'll take some more of your texts. Also, I'll tell you how you can win Racing Lou season tickets today. Oh, that good stuff's happening. It's all, no, don't worry about it. We'll be Turn right mine back. off it in yours. <laughs> you just did it again. We'll be right back here on 1450 and 96.1 The Big X. And a thunder rolls. And a thunder rolls. And the lightning strikes. Another love grows cold on a sleepless night. As the storm goes on out of control, deep in her heart, the thunder Alabama, but I, li- I like the song. Yeah, this is, this and I got something even more modern than this coming up later. I'm excited for it. Now, I woke up this morning and I saw that, I guess it wasn't this morning, but it was after I'd taken the girls to school. Uh, Dan Dockish was trending on Twitter. <laughs> I saw this. And I was like, oh boy. <laughs> it's never for anything good. I thought he was off Twitter, though. No, no, he's back. He's back. He's back. He's Everybody's back. back. <laughs> they, they let everybody back. Okay, well, okay, that's fine. Dockish is kind of like when North Korea's trending. You know, it's like you don't see North Korea trending, and you're like, "Oh boy, I bet this is something great. I bet they've got some sort of Nobel Peace Prize. <laughs> I bet Kim uh, Kim Jong has done something great." What did he ride backwards? <laughs> it's always something that you're gonna be like, "Oh, damn!" But so there's been a there's a a notorious troll account on Twitter called Pell's Year. Uh, every year is the Pelicans' year. He trolls people. He he makes up fake personas and he, he fools people. Okay. But he tweeted out this morning something about Zach Eady. Entering the transfer portal. <laughs> and Dan Dockage did the thing where he clearly saw this tweet that was going viral. And he tried to do the whole, like, I'm hearing this. So he tweeted <laughs> out, my people are telling me that Zach Eady is in the transfer portal. The transfer portal and NIL suck. And Zach Eady himself very quickly quote tweeted and said, my sources are telling me that this is false. <laughs> I mean, can you... It's a it, it's a very common L for Dan Dockage. Uh, he I mean, he tried to. It's one thing if you're like, 
retweeting the tweet and be like, oh my God, this is unbelievable. If you get got by this, this troll account on Twitter, but it's another to see it. And then just completely make up sources that you don't have that are telling you that this is happening. Yeah, Chris Bizarre. It's, it's a total lie. <laughs> I mean, he just, he just straight is just, he looks like an absolute clown. And then when he gets called out by everybody and everybody's making fun of him, he's like, he's like, everybody hates on the fact that, you know, I'm the best broadcaster in the world and I'm one of, part of an up and coming show with thousands of listeners. And people are just, they love to jump on me when something like this happens. And he's like, also, I nailed the Brom to Louisville thing earlier. I was like, no, you didn't. You were, <laughs> you were like three years You were like <laughs> a full four or five years off. And you get like, the banner coming down thing. You're like, I nailed that. I'm like, no, you did. You nailed Everyone knew the banner was coming down by the time we got to that point. You also said that we were going to have to pay like $8 billion and we, we didn't. You were only off by like $5 million of your estimate. Like, Dockage is such an absolute clown. Such an absolute clown. Yeah, he does that. I'm not going to defend him. My right. sources are telling me. And then Zach Giddy himself, I'm like, thank you, Zach. I appreciate that. You know what's bad? When, like, I love that the account you were talking about that I guess they got him. They, like, tweeted out. He's just, they got, he got suspended. Did it, no, I'm looking at it right now. The oh, Pelzier's back? Uh, I'm looking at Pelzier BBN. No, Pel, it, it's just at Pelzier. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's at Pelzier, yeah. It's here, and their last tweet an hour ago was tagging Dockage with the uh, oh, it with, got the, to... with the with the, the uh, Aaron Rodgers. I still own you. Oh, I see it now. Because yeah, yeah. in his tweet right before that is I'm back the Jordan thing. Oh, I see. Because he got okay. he got it was suspended earlier today. I'm sure Dockage got it suspended. How would it? Well, for what? I'm misleading. Whatever. Like, you know, it's it's Twitter. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> but he got Dockage, which I appreciate. That's shout to Pelzier, BBN. I've never heard of it, but you know, good for them. Yeah, that's that's who they are. That's what they do. I enjoy it. Oh, wait, I don't know why this is random, but uh, that's Shay Alexander that pumps his head in that commercial with the. Uh, J- oh, it is. Yeah, I I, goes, I, I I can never figure out who I it was. Don't know why. I think it's because I couldn't figure out. I had to Google a search. I know this is like way off the cusp of what we're talking about, but what else is new? I think it was because I'm seeing like BBN stuff here right here on this, this okay. Twitter account. But like I, because you still haven't seen the Morrison commercial. I, I finally saw it. You saw it. Okay. And, like, I couldn't figure out who the other person in the commercial is. And so I had, like, that's how I found out it was Shay Alexander. I Googled, like, who's in this March Madness gotcha. commercial? It's Leitner. It's going up the beach with his arms up. I'm like, I knew that. Yeah. I didn't even, I was like, no, I didn't. I was like, Leitner, I didn't recognize him. I did not recognize Shay Gillich. Uh, no, nor did I. It's funny because I saw. Adam Morrison, though, looks like he's gotten younger as he's gotten older. He looks, yeah, he, he does. Looks better than yes. They showed him a couple of times during the, the, the UConn-Gonzaga game because he's doing, he does play-by-play now for them. Oh, does he? Okay. He's their radio guy. I guess color for the, the radio call. And he looks like, because he's like clean-shaven and has like short hair, he, I, he, he doesn't look recognizable, but he looks young. He, look, he looks good. Like you can still see it in the face, but yeah, he looks like he's almost like aged backwards. Well, you realize, I mean, he's still relatively young. He's younger than both of us, so he's, it's not like he's up there in no, age. No, is he really? Yeah, I mean, he graduated college. after He was playing college basketball when I was out of college. That that uh, I mean I can see I know he's probably younger than me I get that he's I mean he's probably what like I, I'm thinking he's like my age 38, 39, 40. My cousin's actually name is Adam Morrison lives is it really lives in, the one lives in uh, Russia when I've told you about my yeah. Brother, yeah his name that's his name Adam Morrison Morrison thirty eight we're the same age yeah <laughs> I'm five years older <laughs> yeah he's relatively young makes me feel good when people aren't younger than I am I don't get that feeling very often anymore. <laughs> I, I had it with time. That's the only reason I think I rooted for Brady to stay in the league in, in football. Because he was like still like the only player that's still older than me. I do like that. Wait, when Federer retired, I'm like, oh. I'm like I need I need more of you out there. Like I, need- I hate you, but I want you to be here just so I can like say like there's somebody oh, I can't say that about any any sport now. Like I mean, I, I have, can even do it with coaches half the time. I know. It, it does suck. I have I, I want the players to stay professional, keep playing that I remember like in college. 
Like Aaron Rodgers, I remember vividly watching him play one night at Dayton, my sophomore year, like early college, when he was playing at Cal. Yeah. And I, I need him to stay in the NFL so I can still be like, you're not that old yet. You're not like I need, I, I need those guys to keep going. I know Federer was older than me. I think Nadal is like right at my age. Djokovic is a little bit younger, but like I just the more that they the last holdouts retire, the There's more. There's gotta I'm be like, some hockey guys out there, like Gordy Howe still, right? There are a few. I mean, Ovechkin's up there. They're up in the third, late thirties, early forties. I mean, but I'm at forty. Once you get over forty, you pretty much have given this dream up. Yeah, I mean, I mean, like I said, I had the last. Sidney Crosby's thirty-five. Uh, Sidney Crosby still plays. Yeah. Good lord. Yeah, he's got to be up there. He's still the captain of the Penguins. He was at the Penguins when I was working at Cardboard Heroes twenty years ago. Yeah, I mean, he's, yeah, he started playing in two thousand three. Yeah, he's, he was in high school when he started playing <laughs> NHL, but he's still younger than me, which is crazy. He's not the kid anymore. He's he's, he's awfully good. Uh, all right, five zero two four one four fourteen fifty. We'll take it, the Thornton sex line. Texas says I want you and TK to do this. Do what? It's okay. Dance? Give yourself one. I don't know if I want to say this on the radio. Give yourself one point for each thing on this list that you haven't done. There are twenty things. Oh, I love these. I'm usually score pretty high on these, so I get a point for so one I, things that you haven't done. I haven't done. So I think you're going to be lower than me, if I'm guessing. So one is skip school. I've done it. I've done it too. Okay. I in, in Trinity it was like impossible to skip school. They took attendance for every class, but there was like a couple times where I guess technically I did skip school. Wagner, they encouraged it. I know. Broken a bone. Done it. I've broken bones. Yeah. So we're both at zero. I've never fired a gun. Fired a gun. Never have I. So that's one for both of us. I, I've had people tell me they're going to let me. I've held one, but I've never fired it. We're both at a one now. Done Done drugs. Yeah. I mean, do you <laughs> want to be specific about it or like on right like recently now? I mean. <laughs> we're both at a one. Then the hour? <laughs> Five. Been in a limo. I've been in a limo. So you know I have too. Gotten a tattoo. I've never gotten a tattoo. Nor have I. We're both at a two on the same Wow, team. we're just really simple. This is eerie. And people say that all the time. You're basically the same person. <laughs> ridden a horse. Never. I've ridden a horse. Ah, that was a big thing when we did a show down at the, during a derby with KRC down at the, the track. I begged them to, to hook up me to ride a horse. I've never ridden one. So you're actually at a three. You're ahead of me right now. Three, two. All right. Sun karaoke. I've sun karaoke. I've sun karaoke. Yeah. Gotten a ticket. We did karaoke today. <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty much do it every day. Yeah. Uh, I've gotten a ticket, yeah. I've gotten a ticket as well. Yeah. Been arrested. Never been arrested. Uh, now we're even. <laughs> so 3-3. Three, three. Uh, gone ziplining. I've never been ziplining. No, I, w- I won't go ziplining. I'm too fat. I don't trust it. Uh, we're at a four. Been on TV. We've both been on yeah, TV. Yep. Been on a cruise. I've never been on a cruise. Nor have I. So that's what we're at. We're both now, at- do you want to go on a cruise? I kind of do, but I don't know. I don't have that much of a desire to. I don't have a desire to it, but I almost kind of want to do it just to say I've done it. If I got a great deal, like if it worked out, I would, I'd like to do it. But I'm not going to like, if I, if it's between that and like a different type of vacation, I would take a different type. The problem of with me is that I feel like I'm, I'd pay all this to get this cool cruise stuff. And I'm just going to spend most of the time just laying on the deck smoking blunts, looking at the ocean. Is weed allowed on cruises? If I'm paying that much for a cruise, a bear damn skippy going to be allowed. <laughs> So, uh, so <laughs> what are you gonna do? Throw me off the boat? <laughs> so we're both at a four, I think, right now. You, we've both never fired guns. We've both never gotten a tattoo. Nope. You've never ridden a horse. I've never been arrested. <laughs> and <laughs> neither one of us have gone ziplining <laughs> or a cruise. Now cruise. So now we're at five. Five. Yeah. We're at five. Uh, gotten a piercing. I've never gotten a piercing. No piercings. We're both at six. Yeah. Smoked. We, we both. Smoked. Yeah. I think we got. Yeah. Established that on the cruise. <laughs> Met a celeb. I meet one every single day here. What? 
met a celebrity. Oh, I was like, met a ce- <laughs> yeah. I mean, you've been you've been Googled. You've been we met uh, Master P. Master P. We both met Jack Harlow. Jack Harlow. Yeah, yeah we've met celebs. Yeah, left and right. We hang out with them. Um, been skydiving. I've never been nope. skydiving. No, won't do it either. We're both at a seven. Never doing that. Had a one night stand. We're both at a seven. Yeah, I think. No, I've been at one night stand. I know. Okay. We're, so we're still both at a seven. Skinny dipped. Yeah, done I've it. skinny dipped. So by been drunk. But yeah, I skinny dipped in the apartments over by you where you live. The Mallard Crossings. Yeah, yeah. I snuck into that. I've snuck into that pool so many times. I can't begin. I can't even count. Uh, so we're, that's it. We're both at a seven. We tied. We tied it so wow. That's and we insane. had six of our seven were the same. The one thing that we had different. <laughs> I've never been arrested, and you've never ridden a horse. <laughs> a little bit, a little bit different as far as the one that we have different. But there you go. Maybe if I could have ridden a horse, I wouldn't <laughs> have been arrested. Would have changed your whole life. <laughs> would have been. I could have got away from the cop. <laughs> would have changed. I feel like we're, like seeing people's responses. I feel like we're worse than a lot of a lot of <laughs> we're, people. We're, I mean. A lot of people are a lot like of times when I see those 12, lists, 15. I get, I get caught up on those lists a lot of times on Facebook and social and Twitter. And I don't repost them, but I do them in my own head. And I feel like a lot of mine are doing check more like I've done that, done that, done that. No, that was a low one. Not a horse, though. Not a, no, I haven't done horse. We need a big X zip. Line. I do want to ride a horse. Like of the zip line, I don't want to, I want nothing to do with the zip line. I'd like to go zip line. I don't want a bungee, don't want to skydive, but I would like to ride a horse. I don't know how I'm going to get on that horse. More, more importantly, I don't know how the hell I'm going to get off that I horse. I don't know if that's good for the horse. Oh, come on. You can't. I'm, I mean, listen, I know I'm not like the skinniest guy around, but there's no way I'm hurting a horse. I mean, the thing weighs like 10, I think it was like a thousand pounds. Even a fat guy like me has got to be like a hat to him, right? I don't think so. I mean, come on. <laughs> I mean, I mean a real horse. Don't put me like on like a little miniature pony or something. <laughs> and yeah, I get it. <laughs> Who has a pony anyway? The first two people that were playing along with us, yeah, they got fourteen and thirteen. Like they're, it's, I think most people have like ziplined and gone on cruises. But that's you getting points for things that you haven't done. Oh, like ziplining and cruises were like, yeah, like we got points for that. So you think there's people that like, didn't cut? These people school? were like, did, they didn't do like, yeah, I guess like all those things. I mean, what were they doing during their adolescent years? <laughs> I didn't. I, I think I only like technically like was able to. Like I didn't, I never like skipped because like a whole day or class. I mean, I did both. classes. I mean, I did I mean both. college is different. I mean, everybody skips class in college. Well, yeah. But yeah, it was different. I mean, I, I told, I told you the, the stupidity of my cutting in like seventh grade. I would cut gym class the last day of the class just to me. My, my buddy would cut every day and then go down to the gym, the court, the the park and play basketball. Which is what we basically did. Gym it's ridiculous. Class. It's so dumb. That's why I know. Uh, trust me, I understand the stupidity of it. Texas Trevor, <laughs> save a horse. Ride a cowboy. <laughs> there's a TK can ride a Clydesdale. I mean, I I want to ride a horse. I do. I want to get. I mean, like, there's some things like I've never sled. I wouldn't mind being going on a sled. Never, downhill. never having gone sled is flooding is is insane to me. Which is also weird because I mean, I don't know how well you know my neighborhood, but like, I have there's you know there's you a, good hills back there. There's a park that has a giant hill on it. I used when I we would go sledding. Now it's the, the hill's been leveled out, but we used to go sledding on that hill that was right in front of MGC, like right by you. Yeah, I mean um, it was great sledding hill. I mean back in the day. park of my neighborhood, it's down a giant hill. I I ridden my bike down it. I crashed my bike riding down that hill. It hit a hole one time and I flipped over. And recently, no, yeah. like last week. <laughs> yeah, this, 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 on the way earlier, earlier this day, I put on a show for the kids. Woke up at seven a.m. to go bike riding. You know, now I'm just imagining it. Now I'm just imagining forty <laughs> three year old Trevor Kelsey in a bike 
accident going miracle. I didn't. That was one of the. That's how I didn't break a bone. But I mean, <laughs> miracle. Miracle. <laughs> <laughs> It's like miracle whip. <laughs> Texas says he may never have sled before, but I bet he skied. If you know what I mean. <laughs> yes. Yeah, well. Stop. I, I, I did check on that, that 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 category got checked as being done on this list. Texas TK can definitely ride a Clydesdale and send in a picture of it. Yeah, you could. Yeah, obviously you could. Ride I want to be on. Yeah, can we get this done? Like, I, I get hold of Roush. He's, I know people with horses. Roush has horses. He's he's big wig. Get Roush on it. Yeah, I, I mean we need to do like we need to get me on a horse. I think I could pole vault on a horse. I can kill two birds with one stone. Texas says there's a horse made for Trevor. Also, don't watch Shallow Hell. <laughs> Texas just watch TK ride a horse once and become a world-class rider. I would love to see you do equestrian. Out of all the Olympic sports, that may what be is the... Equ- what is that? Equestrian is like the professional horse riding. You know, you like... I thought that was something to do with the water. Well, you, they every now and then they'll jump over a little bit of a... Oh. Is it in an Aquarius, isn't that the water sign or something? Well, an aquarium is you know, aquarium, yeah. with water. But so why is an Aquarius is not why is that not in the water? Equestrian oh, is an entirely different word. <laughs> it doesn't have aqua in it, <laughs> which is the root word for water. Uh sounds a lot like it though. <laughs> my sister did equestrian growing up. She rode horses for, for a couple of years, and we had a video that I would <laughs> I feel bad saying this. I would bring out and like make fun of her all the time with where it was there were only like three people in this event, and like the other the, the two girls like ride by the like perfect form like up and down, up and down, up and down, <laughs> and then like the camera we have one of those old school like '90s camcorders. Oh, the yeah. picture goes blurry, and then right as it comes into frame, there's Katie's horse like limping into frame as she's just <laughs> kicking the bleep out of it, trying to get it to go. And it was like funny. It was like one of those just unintentionally hilarious videos, and she uh, she got third place out of the three riders. But she, we went to a couple of those horse. I actually was at the Shelby County. They have a bunch of like little horse show areas. I was there for the Brian Kaiser UCLA game. And I was listening to it on the radio with my brother. I snuck away to listen to it in the car on the radio. And uh, I don't. That's the one. Did that, not miss when I had to stop going to those. Like I want to ride a horse, but I don't like. I, you can I'm, do it. I'm just. I am a little worried about crashing the boys. Crushing the boys a little bit. From what I remember, it's been years since I rode a horse, but it, it's yeah, they're, they're getting a little uncomfortable. It's, yeah, and if, and if I'm going, I mean, there's odds are I'm going to be bouncing a little bit, and it's going to be, I mean, that's a lot of weight coming down on the boys. Now Virginia wants to ride a horse too, and we have we we have friends that have horses, so we were going to take her out at some point. Do you just want us to take you as well? Yeah. Our th- my my three year old daughter and my forty three year old son are coming <laughs> with me. The video. <laughs> Which one's yours, the little girl? Which one's yours? The forty-year-old man. <laughs> These are both mine. They're both. They're both here with me. She'll. They're gonna think I'm special. She'll take the pony. He'll take the. He'll take the bigger one. I'm like the something about Mary dude. They're just gonna think I'm special out there. Isn't that sweet? You brought your friend to ride a horse. I like horses. I, I like horses. Texas first off, equestrian is some rich people bleep. Yeah. I agree, yeah. Second, is your sister a horse girl or just a woman who likes horses? Oh, she doesn't like horses at all. This was like when she was like seven or eight years old. It's probably different, yeah. We're trying to get her. They had like little like classes around town where you could just like ride horses for a weekend. It's been uh, nice. Not my house. Not my, my not, not our salary level at home. Yeah, I mean we, we didn't have horses. Trust me, we didn't <laughs> we did we did not either. <laughs> this was this was uh this is this was not the equestrian that you've grown to know over the years. Apparently my grandfather owned a horse at one time and 
his buddy who owned it with put it in a claim race without telling him, and he got claimed, and they never they, he never owned another horse again. Oh, that sucks. I know. That's that's a total D-bag move. <laughs> it's probably the same one that cost us our billions of dollars in the Bob Evans industry. I had a childhood friend who his dad – like his lifelong dream was to own, and like he had a really good job. Like they were they were making good money. They like, and his wife was like, "You are not buying a horse with our salaried money. Like if you want, if you want to do this, the money needs to come from somewhere else." So he got up. This is like he he's a grown man with I think two small children at this point. He got up every morning and delivered papers for like a year nice. to work up the money to buy this horse, to buy this 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 plotter, this claimer, and. The very first race that it runs, it broke down after at the halfway point oh. of the race. It, it is the, it, the worst story of all time. And all of his friends, all of his old baseball dads, would tell us the story just dying laughing over beers. I'm like, this is the worst thing I've ever heard. The guy worried. Yeah, he, still, he got up and delivered newspapers. <laughs> My best friend's dad bought, he did one of those, like, he bought shares in a horse. And every time it's running, they'll let us know. They're like, hey, like, you know, I can't even remember what its name is. And this horse sucks. Like, I, I, I put like a... I put like a generic five dollars, like a nice five dollars to win on it every time it runs, and it has not come close to hitting the board. Every time I run, I'm like, "This is a just absolute donkey." What am I doing here? I'm the only male thing in the Kelsey family family side that is just not a horse racing fiend. My uncle was obsessed with it. My grandpa was obsessed with it. I mean, I'm not. Just, I never got into horse racing. I never could. Texas Trev is more set up for the buggy, not the horse. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I can. I, have you ever ridden a motorcycle? I've driven a motorcycle. I've not. Neither have I. Okay, we're on that one too. Another, another point for us. Texas, I'm glad your sister grew out of it. I had a buddy who only attracted horse girls, and they were all kind of insane. Do you, I, horse like, girls would be snobby, wouldn't they? I mean, it's, am I just stereotyping it wrong? I think there were like no. I think there were. I, I remember having girls in my classes growing up who were like very who like pretend to be horses, They'd like gallop along. Like I feel like Taylor Swift's a horse girl. Well, yeah, but she's kind of like just like somebody who would be super into silver spoony though, right? I mean. I guess. I don't know. I feel like I feel like people who are, I don't know. I don't, I don't want to stereotype too much. Terry says, TK, even suggesting getting on a horse has me dialing animal protection. <laughs> There's no way I can hurt a horse. Right? I think it depends on the horse. I've ridden an elephant. Um, let's. Because I went to the zoo as a kid. How? Much, is there a weight limit on horse riding? <laughs> for, it, it's one of those Google. It's clearly been Google before because I mean, it finished my sentence for me. <laughs> As a general guideline, a rider should weigh no more than 10% of the horse's body weight. But in the U.S., the limit is doubled to 20%. Why is it different in the U.S. Well, than the, in the U.K.? Okay, a horse weighs like 1,000 pounds. I don't wear two. What's 10% of 1,000 pounds? What's 20% is, is the, the... Okay, what's 20% of 1,000? Anyone that? weighing more than 210 pounds will not be allowed to ride at this... This is... That's not right. I've seen fat people ride horses. You'd need a big horse. Well, I mean, I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. I'm like a... A little miniature... What are the miniature We ponies? might need to call Budweiser. I was going to say... I was going to... I want to... I know what they're called, but I'm afraid I'm going to say a curse word if I say the miniature pony, pony word. Wrong word. Wrong. Oh, yeah. Don't do that. Yeah. You don't... <laughs> yes. I know what they're supposed to be called, but I'm like, I don't, I'm afraid I'm going to cuss on accident if I say it. Um, I mean, I'm not getting on one of those. I'm not riding a, like you know a we're great game. We're gonna need a big horse here. I've seen. There's no I, a horse can hold me, right? We need, we need a big horse. I mean, to abide by these rules that I'm seeing. Well, for what like competitions? I just want to go around the. I just want to ride around and like walk around. I don't have to ride. They have the limit at the. They they've got the limit at three hundred pounds for 
you, if you're 300 pounds, you need a 2,000 pound horse. And that's where the chart stops. Is that a- <laughs> well, first of all, this isn't the first time my weight is taking me <laughs> off of a chart, okay? I have. I, I, have, I mean, you're putting me in an awkward spot. I have spot. sent many a charts on their way, okay? There, there's been. You're like the Louisville basketball <laughs> yeah. Of, yeah. of horse charts. I mean, not, not to bring up an old joke, but I have one. St- I just want to stand on a scale that said to be continued. They're okay? extending the axes <laughs> just for you, like they did with the cards last year. I mean, is a 2,000 pound horse. Twenty five hundred pounds is that a, is that a like? I mean, I'm I guess I don't want to get on some like slow like obese horse like Peter Griffin had. You can't. They're not gonna <laughs> let you ride like a thoroughbred. You're, well, you're, I don't want to get on the derby horse, but there's got to be like just a horse that's out studying. I mean, you want to ride Secretariat, basically. Well, no, I mean, no, I don't have to. I just want to ride a horse. I don't even care what kind of horse it is, male, female, gelded, old, young. Texas are just p- picturing TK on a horse with cowboy blaring in the background. We'd have to have a speaker. It'd be like golf with like the little minute. He's like, right as you hop on, cowboy. <laughs> I just want to run a horse. Can't somebody gotta get this done? I'm in. We're in freaking Louisville, Kentucky. Okay. Texas. It's one thing I can't get a pole vault handled, but I can at least get a horse. Texas is the silence after Trevor's quote: "A horse can hold me." Right was deafening. So I need a horse that, that weighs about twenty five hundred pounds. That's, that can't be that fat, right? I, you need a you wait. Hold on. What, what did you just say? Twenty five hundred pounds. I got a chair at home right now that can lift me up on multiple occasions, and you're telling me a horse can't hold me? That chair costs four hundred bucks from Home Depot, okay? And it's holding me up just fine. There's an article that says the eleven best horse breeds for riders over two hundred and fifty pounds. Keep going. <laughs> what about ones that weigh over 300? We need to find a Frisian horse. A what horse? A Frisian horse. Well, like, is that like, what is like some kind of like giant horse from Viking days the or Frisian something? The Frisian horse typically weighs between 1,300 and 1,500 pounds, and most members of the breed will accommodate a combined saddle and rider weight of 260 plus pounds. Well, how much is that? That plus have, is doing the heavy lifting. Okay. Now, again, I'm going to call BS <laughs> on this because, I mean, how many times have I watched a Western and seen a fat dude on a Western riding a horse? I mean, never. Oh yeah, there's fat people in Western Dimes. Now, the one thing I never what could've... westerns were you watching that, <laughs> that that had 300 pound plus people in it? I, I know they've had to have. I don't think so, Trevor. I think this is. I don't, I don't think this is something that actually happened. <laughs> yes. We have to go to break. Um, I mean, before on. we go to break, reminding you, if you have heating or air conditioning problems, the only one place to go here in the city. It's our friends over at AirServe. Visit them online at airserve.com slash Louisville, A-I-R-E-S-E-R-V.com slash Louisville, or call them directly at 502-785-8600. Call them today and you get a tune-up for just $49. And also for a limited time, you can get up to 60 months, no interest financing on a qualifying rude system. AirServe, 502-785-8600. We'll take a break. We'll come back. Five o'clock hour. More Could Trevor Ride a Horse Talk here on 1450 The Big X. Get along for the ride. They're gonna holler at the moon, shoot out the light. It's a small town Saturday night. It's a small town Saturday night. I can make anybody pretty. I can make you believe in it. 
can make you pick a fight with somebody twice your size. Well, I've been known to cause a few breakups, and I've been known to cause a few births. Well, I can make you new friends or get you fired from work. Past my time. Lynchburg and Bordeaux, friends. Been making the bars lots of big money. Oh, here it comes. Helping white people dance. You know what you're talking about, right? It has to be like 2000s, right? I know this song because when I Pizza Box in 2005, it was on the all time rotation. Okay. At the bar. It just. David Allen Coe and If I Had a Million Dollars by sort of like some of the go-to rotation. Yeah. Otherwise, I would never know this song. It's like, not, a, not, a, not in my wheelhouse. Brad Paisley, probably about mid-2000s. I like the, there were a couple. I it's like not those, a bad song, though. Yeah, it means it's whatever. It's, it's not my, it's not, it's, it's not my country. I almost said Ron country. It's not my country? Mike country. It's, it's like, what's wrong with it? It's thinking about, you know, alcohol and... It's fine. It's, it's whatever. I'm, give, me, give me that. I want, like, the gut bucket, old school country, or, like, the early 90s country. That's me. Mm, mm. I like Celebrity by Brad Pacey. That was kind of catchy when I was in college. I don't remember that song. I only it's know... about that same time, I'm sure. Okay. But that's not my favorite. That's okay. That's fine. I don't want the horse conversation to dominate the third hour. <laughs> It's already doing this. But <laughs> this this is pertinent information. So if, if you're wondering, Trevor wants we, we did somebody sent in a game from Twitter where it's like you get one point for everything you haven't done on this yeah, list. We tied. And we tied. We both had seven. Yep. We had one difference. One, Trevor's been arrested and I haven't. Two, I've ridden a horse and Trevor hasn't. <laughs> Which is a very big difference for the You're category. not eager to get arrested, I hear. <laughs> but Trevor wants to ride a horse. And I've always wanted to kind of ride a horse, yeah. I you, wanted to at least give it a shot. You always have, and there have been some physical questions that have arisen as a result of this. <laughs> like, if I get on a horse and this thing collapses, it's going to be... Me talk about Tommy Boy. Like, could have done without that. <laughs> I mean, that was just the moment. We don't want... I already get emails from Peter every now and then. <laughs> I don't want Peter involved in the show. <laughs> so we're trying to figure out like if this is even possible. And a texture did point this out. 502-414-1450. The largest recorded horse in history was 3,360 pounds. I can ride that. Unfortunately, it's been dead for nearly 175 years. <laughs> well, maybe that's the one that the, the fat Western guys are riding. <laughs> I don't know what Westerns you think you, you are watching. I've watched many Western movies. And you think that there were 300-pound-plus people in, in those movies. I mean, there were some big dudes even in Lonesome Dove, right? No. No? Not, I mean, I know there was some there was some fatties in, like, uh, and there had to have been some in Young Guns. I know uh, one of the guys they killed in Young Guns was a fat dude. Shane was not a large man. <laughs> so we, we calculated, apparently in, in America, you have to be 20% of the horse's body weight to ride it. America's so shaming me all over again. There's a nice chart. Yeah, America loves to I bet, shame. I bet, I, bet, I bet I could get like go. I could get the woke people going on Twitter about this. Like they won't let me ride a horse because of my weight. They're they're, they're fat shaming me. I don't think you could. <laughs> I, think I, I don't think you're gonna have many people rallying to your aid. 
But if you're 300 pounds, you can ride a 2,000-pound horse. But unfortunately for us in our endeavor here, that's where the chart ends. So we need... <laughs> does, that mean, does that mean you're saying... <laughs> I think we're looking about we're looking at needing about a twenty five hundred pound horse from somebody. Okay, well I think that's horses are big, right? I mean, we just well, how about we cut out some stuff like the I don't need I don't need a saddle. Twenty five hundred pound horses. How much does saddle area. weigh? Well, that's the thing too. Like the saddle's gonna saddle's gonna hurt you. That adds well, to the weight. I don't have to. I don't have to wear a saddle though. Well, yeah, you do. You're not. We're not letting you bareback this thing. <laughs> first of all, it won't be the first time. Second of all, what's wrong with that? <laughs> Man and horse travel 2,500 miles from California to Kentucky is the first result that comes up. Thanks for nothing, WDRB. (laughs) (laughs) You're not helping us out at all here. It wasn't me that rode that horse from California. Apparently, there's a Nathan for you. They had an episode about this where they strapped helium balloons to a guy and allowed him to watch a horse. Watch the clip. I'll have to watch it after the show. I don't don't want to go helium balloons. I've seen that. I saw that in a King of the Hill episode. What if this is the... This is the, the the push that gets you to be in shape. Like you want to ride a horse so badly, you start just pounding salads. You leave the fast food. At I home. think it'd be more the fact. I think what would get me the kick to get me in shape is when I get on the horse and the thing collapses, and they have to take they have to put the horse down as a result. Well, we don't want that. We're that trying to be, avoid an equine death. I here. think that would be the kick in the groin to be like, maybe I might need to shed a few pounds. This horse is just <laughs> screaming for life, and you're like, this is my wake up call. This is what I needed. I'm over kicking aside. Like, go, Bodie, go. Again, if my chair can lift me up at home. What chair do you have to lift? <laughs> I, have that, I bought that. My recliner's a lift chair. Oh, I, thought, I, thought, I thought that you invested in one of those chairs. Like, if you go you ride, go up the stairs. Oh, no. I mean, upstairs in my house. Why would I do that? If I had stairs in my house, I would. <laughs> you with the one like the old lady in Gremlins that gets shot through the window? <laughs> yes. Yeah. For a second there, I was like, what, what, when did you have this chair? Yeah, my recliner. Out? Remember, I got it fixed. I found the, the remote underneath underneath it. It's moving you like a centimeter up. No, it's almost like standing me up. <laughs> it's beautiful. I, it's, it's I mean, half your body. With this chair, I don't have to even like, stand up anymore. I can just, The chair does it for me. Oh, I'm legit crying. I'm, I've, I've reached la- levels of laziness I didn't think was possible. <laughs> and that chair can hold me up. Damn, Skippy, a horse can. You can do this biscuit. <laughs> I swear, my, if my chair can pick me up, you can get off your ass and ride me around this park. Yeah, that's all I ask. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm, we're going to get this done. We're, I mean, Derby's coming up, right? We've I mean, had like five people that have sent in this Nathan for You episode, apparently. I'm going to have to watch Who it. is Nathan for You? I've never heard of it's it. It's that show that he, he did, Nathan Fielder, Felder, who did that show that you, you hated on HBO. Oh, that show sucked. Yeah. I didn't. Well, I mean, I but guess, that wasn't, the, this wasn't the same show. This was a different show. Oh, okay. All right. Well, I mean, maybe I'll take a look at it. If you send it to the text line, I'll take a look at it after I get off to. This was an old show. This was like uh, 20, I guess, like last decade. I'll give it a shot. Unlike you, I, I am open minded when it comes to what I watch. I just want, I mean, I'm open minded. No, no, you just, you look down on things. You, you, I don't want to watch Shallow Howl. I mean, I, I get, I mean, I wouldn't expect an Aquarius to want to watch Shallow Howl. I'm not an Aquarius. You were, you, Mr. I'm going to the horse shows as a kid, Mr. Aquarium. Again, that's not th- the right word. Aquarius is a sign. I thought that's what you're going for. I bet you you probably did those. Uh, I'm a Virgo. Cont- you did a cotillion class too, didn't you? I did not do a <laughs> cotillion <laughs> class. I remember there was like an invitation one time for cotillion. Mom was like, "Mom was like, you're not doing cotillion." Well, thank like, you, I know Virginia. I'm not doing cotillion. God love you. I think she had had to do it when she was a child, and she was like, "I'm not putting you through that." And I was like, "No, 
<laughs> I was like, I draw the line at very few things, but cotillion, I wasn't going to do any of that stuff. I was like, I'll play every sport possible. I'm not doing any of this. He did horses. <laughs> I did not do horses. What are you? My sister did. Okay. That's the whole story. Do you listen to any stories? I thought you were there too. You were there. I, I was watching my sister. I thought you yeah. might have gotten involved. You've ridden a horse. I couldn't have been there. I've ridden a horse. Yeah. Okay. So you, you've done horses. I've never. No. I, I rode a horse like at like, like, like fairs and stuff. At the zoo, they had horses. I, I've ridden an elephant. I've ridden a camel. I wonder if I've ridden a horse at the zoo. Maybe. I, don't, I know I rode an elephant. I remember getting on an elephant. One of my earliest memories was the MGC church picnic. They say no flash photography. I was riding a little pony. My mom took a picture with flash. The pony bucked, bucked me off. I landed underneath it, almost got stepped on. I almost died because of this you know, no flash. Oh, yeah. And there's a picture. We still have the picture of the horse right before it just Drills me off of it. Your mom's just a rule breaker. She was. She really was. I wonder if I. I mean, I mean, I should ask my mom if I ever went on a horse in the. In the, in the maybe I. Maybe I can check. Then you could be low. You could be back down to a six. Yeah, but I still want to ride a horse as an adult, and I want to go sledding. I'm trying to think. I don't want to bungee jump because I don't trust it. I don't want to. I don't want to zip line because I definitely don't trust it. I'd like to zip line. You. Yeah, you're skinny. You can do that. I just zip line like one of those cool places. Not like a like. You're zip lining over. I don't know. Brown Park. I swam with. I like Brown Park. I, I, I don't want to zip line through. I it. swam with dolphins. If you done did, that. you no, that's cool. I did that. I mean, I did with the girlfriend. We we were down in Orlando and we did it over at uh, SeaWorld. Nice. That was fun. Well, I can't do that anymore. It was expensive. We can't. Really. Peter hates the show. You know, it was, it was like seven hundred bucks to do it. It was expensive. Seven hundred bucks for two people. Yeah. What? It was expensive. Seven hundred dollars to swim with dolphins. Well, it came with the package of going there for the day as well. Oh, okay, that's that's. Much. I mean, it was a package thing it's that included lot. it, but it was still yeah. It, for, for what it was, it didn't last very long. Like I and I kind of expected to get like again television sure, letting me down. I thought I was. <laughs> you do that to me every day. I had to do it back. I mean, again, this is where television let me down. Like I did it and think, and I'd already seen the King of the Hill where like the, he rode the dolphin and it tried to have sex with him. And I was like afraid this was going to happen to me. But the dolphin had no interest in me whatsoever. Much like the girlfriend. <laughs> I don't know what to think about this. I tried rubbing the house. Like, where's the belly rub? I mean, Texas. I'm I'm 175 pounds. That means to ride me, you can be no more than 35 pounds. <laughs> well, that's not, that's that's not, not good. <laughs> the average weight of a Clydesdale is 1,700 to 2,200 pounds. We, I mean, we is how much? 1,700 to 2,200 pounds. Yeah, Clydesdale's a big horse. Okay, I can ride a Clydesdale. That's still not big enough. Oh, I think it's big enough based on the chart. I mean, we need Budweiser's biggest boys. We'll <laughs> wow, that didn't sound perverted. <laughs> Send us your big boys, bud. We need your. <laughs> we want to ride them. <laughs> what does the show become? Don't don't even bother bringing the saddle. We don't do Stop. <laughs> Texas couple salads and Trevor can definitely make it on a horse. We shouldn't I just like I mean not eat something? Wouldn't that be better? Shot at losing weight. I mean, than eating something. Because I tried eating, I tried eating better, and I eat grapes. And everybody keeps telling me I'm like going to get myself diabetes quicker from eating too many grapes. What the hell? I'm it's damned if I do, damned if I don't. Um, yeah, it's stuff. Stuff out here. <laughs> tough world out here, man. Stuff out here where you're trying to get on a horse. <laughs> so 300 pounds isn't that heavy if you're like six foot four and husky. Those could have been in westerns. With that said, and I mean zero disrespect. I don't know how this is going to end, but I don't. I think that he means disrespect. <laughs> Trevor's a lot more than 300 pounds. Trevor is. Not a lot more. But I, I but he, he agrees with me that you had 300 pounds 
big 300 pound dudes in in the western days riding horses what i thought you meant like in western movies well even in movies i think there's been some bigger guys Fattest guys in Western. The image results are there's nobody who looks like they're over 150 pounds. Well, how realistic are the Westerns anyway? Because I, I watched Westerns. This guy definitely, if he rode on a horse, then you can ride on a horse. Yeah. Look at that guy. This is when we need the YouTube cameras. I mean, Next week. <laughs> I mean, come on. And also with Westerns, I mean, how realistic are they? Because, I mean, every time I watch a Western, I've never understood how they're so clean shaven and they always have good teeth. Well, that's like any movie. That's I mean, like, come on. Like, I mean, every period piece, somehow the women have like shaved legs and shaved Yeah, it's and like, like where, where are they doing this? Yeah, exactly. Makeup on, yeah. Like, I want to see the real, yeah, I want to see the, I want to see the real Western. Texas says, stay gold, pony boy. <laughs> nice. I've never seen Outsiders from start to finish. I have, it was in school. I know it. Obviously, I get the reference. I, I've seen enough pieces of it that I probably like Step Brothers. I said the other day that I've seen the whole thing. Texas says you don't remember the classic Western featuring Clint Eastwood and Refrigerator Perry. I mean, your dude from Blazing Saddles, the, the, the sheriff, he's a big guy. Texas says, quote of the ble- bleeping day, the dolphin had no interest in me. <laughs> he didn't. It was kind of a shock. I was kind of mad. She, she, Trevor, thought, she thought it was, she got mad at me. She was like, why are you so upset about this? So I'm like, I, Texas Trevor, you know what can help you eat better? Hypnotism. It doesn't work. And you and, and every time we try to get them, they're they're afraid to come in here. Texas Trevor's a lot more than 300 pounds. What's his height? And I'm going to guess his weight. I used to work at a carnival. I didn't. <laughs> well, my height is six foot three. Weight, probably about 390. Texas, he's that big? Probably. I'm, I think last my weight was like 380-something. I hide it well. You, you do. I would not have guessed. <laughs> I'm not a guess that much. The sad thing is it's all in the belly. It's all right here. Oh, that's good. <laughs> this makes the horse endeavor a little bit more difficult now. Why well, do you have to tell them that? This is Mike. If, 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 if they ask this time, I weigh like 275. It says 280 on my license. This is Mike is Googling fattest guys in Westerns. How did we get? I don't know. I don't, I don't know how we got here. <laughs> we did talk about some. I mean, it's yeah, a horse. There's no way for me to save us at this point. There's. Welcome to the summer radio, people. We're not there yet. I don't. Oh, we're almost there. We're not there yet. You're scrambling through papers to find something to talk about. No, I was going to go back. <laughs> it's got to be a read or something I can do. During Western times, the average height was five foot seven. So six foot three, three hundred eighty pound Kraken fans were more likely to be exhibits in the circus than riding a pony. <laughs> I mean, they, people ride horses all the way up until the late eighteen hundreds, nineteen hundreds. Okay, some of these texts are just getting me out. We can't. You're telling me there wasn't a fat guy in the South somewhere who didn't do any work, and we don't know why, that wasn't fat riding a horse. I don't know. He didn't have to. I mean, I'm I just, wasn't there. I, I don't know how to answer your question. <laughs> there had to have been one. You can't imagine one, one overweight plantation owner that wasn't riding around on a horse. Okay, some, some of these are not. We just, we've entered the mean portion. We, we, we can move on. From well, that's not mean to me. I don't care. I know you don't care, but like we don't need. <laughs> there's no point in bringing up some of these things. Uh, we did talk about some transfers in, in the portal that Louisville basketball appears to have significant interest in and that, that seem to have significant interest in Louisville. We talked uh, at length about uh, Tyrese Proctor, uh, back the, the, the kid from Bucks, the kid from USC. We talked about Menefield from Washington, about how they might fit. If you want to hear actual sports talk, you're going to have to go back to like 3.30 <laughs> on the podcast and we can find it out there. Um, we have not talked about Racing loot tickets. We do have to give away a, a, a 
a set of racing loot tickets, one set of racing loot tickets. Here's how I want to do it. So I liked what we did last week with the, you know, tell us why you want this ticket. I thought it was kind of fun. It was a good time. I thought we were going to need the text line to help us out today. It turns out just talking about you riding a horse just <laughs> killed 45 minutes. I mean, the entire, every text are still coming in just talking about this. But here's what I want to do for this. I love it when I hit one of those moments. I mentioned, I, wrote, I talked last week about Virginia doing soccer. It's not going great. The first two little soccer shots practices have been rough for her. Yeah. All right. And I, th- I think everyone, most people at least, played soccer growing up at some point. I didn't, but you I, were I the exception. Yeah, but you've got some story with soccer. Watching soccer, you you fell on your back kicking a soccer ball for, with KRC <laughs> when you're doing Trevor tries it. Everyone's got a bad story when it comes to soccer. Dude, nothing. You bring that up. Me riding a horse can't end up worse than that, right? The horse ends up on his back. <laughs> I think I speak for the horse when I say, it. <laughs> and you, for that matter. Like it could end much worse. Everyone's got a, a bad story from soccer, whether it's just being a fan, something bad happening to you, something you know, just as, as a player. I want to hear your worst story involving soccer. We've got 40 minutes left. 502-414-1450. Text in your worst story involving soccer. Sob story, sad story, embarrassing story. The, the one that we pick is going to win a set of tickets, season tickets, for Racing Louisville. Now, does it have to be like a personal or can it be like as a fan? It could be as a fan, yeah. Watching soccer, maybe you were like fully invested in the World Cup a few years ago, and maybe you made a bet that went poorly. Just let us know. I, I, I had a couple. I, I, my first ever, we mentioned like, uh, like con- I've had a bunch of concussions over the years. I'm pretty sure the first one I ever got was playing soccer as a kid. I drilled this kid in the face. I broke his nose. He had blood everywhere, and I was like walking out in the parking lot and seeing like a million cars when there were like two cars. I'm like five years old at this point. That was pretty terrible. I've always been. I've always wondered why you don't. When we talk about the concussion stuff, especially, I, I don't want to say it's died down a little bit, but it, it, during it's mainly like, especially like when the movie was coming out, which wasn't very good to begin with, and uh, it was at the heyday of you know the concussion time. Andre Waters was passing and stuff like that. Like I was amazed that soccer didn't get more like bad rep for this because you think if anyone's gonna, you would think there would be a lot more concussion problems in soccer than than, than you hear about. Yeah, I feel like it's yeah, it's, and people definitely get hurt. They're, I mean, they use their they use their bare head as a weapon in this sport. I mean, yeah. the, I'm glad they don't. I just it just feels like I would think you would hear more. My favorite when I think about soccer disasters, my favorite story of all time. So, podcast Trevor Danny, his his girlfriend in college, now wife. Before she dated him, she dated this guy who was like she was he was the goalie for the UK soccer team, the Kentucky soccer team. Okay, and he ended up going to he got drafted by the Columbus Crew. And he was a goalie for the, the crew. And Kim, his wife, is from Columbus. They now live up there in Columbus. But after college, like, Danny came back here. She lived in Columbus. And they, like, lived apart for a year until she moved to Louisville. And during this time, like, he was still, like, texting her. He was, like, trying to, like, like get her to go out with him and all this stuff. And so Danny's like, I, I bleep and hate this guy. And he, Wait a minute. He, 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 so she was actually in a relationship. He was trying to, like, still. It's kinda, that's kind of shady. Yeah, this, this dude. Yeah, he sucks. He, he's awful. So he's, he, yeah, he's like texting Kim all the time. And Dan's like, I mean, I, I hate this guy. He ends up being on the number one play on SportsCenter one night. But it's because he got scored in the MLS on by a, the other goalie. The other goalie kicked oh, the ball all the way no. down the field. It bounces it bounces over his head. He comes out, tries to get it, and it scores on. Dan's like, I watched this thing a million times on YouTube when it came. And the, you can find it. His, name, his last name is like Granite Baum or something. 
And the announcer, you know, they all have, it's like the in dark voice. And he's like, he comes in, ah, what an absolute catastrophe for Greater Bomb. And he's like, <laughs> Dave's like, Dave's like, I say it all the time now. Like, but like, that was when I think about soccer disasters, I always think about that guy. He was like a backup goalie in the MLS, acting like he was the biggest thing in the world. I didn't play soccer. Um, I didn't get into soccer till, honestly, probably till my early 20s, maybe. And then when I started kind of starting to get more into soccer, the probably the, the my, I wouldn't call it a bad moment, but it's my favorite soccer moment would involve uh, my buddy, my buddy Paco uh, was dating this girl because she bought him an N64. And one of the games we got was... Classic reason. I mean, yeah. (laughs) Some kids around like, what the hell's an N64? (laughs) This is the bad part. But what we wanted was for NWO versus the world, the video game. But the other reason was to get the soccer game. And we would play it, and I, I remember in '64 because you remember the controllers had like the like the pitchfork controller, uh-huh. and uh, we would play it. And I, he just wasn't as good. I, he said, and I don't know, not to stereotype, but I mean, he's half Mexican, so he took it personally. I guess that he, I was better at soccer than he was in this game, and I would always use England, and I'd always just kill him at Ferdinand, and to the point where he, I just never forget, he got so mad one day. I was, I don't know what I was beating him like five to nothing. He just took the controller and just swung this thing across our house. Like down the hallway into the lift diner, immediately went boom, hit the wall, shattered everywhere. <coughs> and I was like, "You're dude in, in in the league." I just would sit there with a smile on my face, right here, like oh. I, I just won twice. You know this. This is my favorite moment. I don't think we only played soccer again for years on that game. Wow. But that that's that's the only soccer highlight I have. Really, sorry. Textured right in the middle of your story, just said boring. <laughs> About which one? Our story or yours? Could be the one, I guess. <laughs> Boring. Uh, more, more Trevor killing horse talk. Yeah. Somebody on on Twitter text, responded to our show tweet said, I heard the first 10 minutes talking about the Lamar contract. It was interesting. Went to a meeting and then came back and listed 30 minutes about Trevor riding a horse <laughs> and also equestrian not being related to anything aqua. I still don't get that. <laughs> I don't know how you don't get it. Texas, this is an actual sports question. Okay. Rank these coaches. McDonald, DBK, Waltz. This is tough, actually. I'll go Waltz, McDonald. No, no, Waltz, uh, DB, and then McDonald. I'd go action, yeah, in kind of the order there he had been, but reversed that you said it. It's tough. I hate to, like, I feel like McDonald and Waltz have been there longer. I mean, McDonald's been there the longest, and he has had sustained success. I mean, it's not a, like a like a like a knock on McDonald. Yeah, but, I, I mean, know. you're comparing the the They're other. They're all three fantastic. Yeah, the other two have McDonald. I mean, I guess all three of them are, are among the best in their sports. Because it's co- going to the Conference World Series. Is that I mean, that's like the final four of baseball, right? Right. I mean, Walls has been Walls and DBK have both been to the national title game. McDonald's yeah. never made it to the national title series. Like, he's never made it to the the, the finals. He's been close. They, they were the third team, the, the second team. Uh, the Conference World Series is more like Elite Eight, wouldn't it be? I think. Isn't there eight teams in the college? I'd World say Series? making. I feel like making the College World Series is akin to making the Final Four. Is it okay? Because it's, it's it's super hard to get there, and like that's it's the big event. It's he's been. I mean, God, that's a tough question. Um, and he's been there what like four times, five times, five times now. Is it? Five? I mean, it sounds about right. I'm guessing a little bit off the top of my head. I think four times. I mean, Walls has been the Final Four four times. DBK now has been to back to back, and she's gonna be good again this she's year. She's been the been, been the last two. I, I will say, like I, and I think, she went undefeated almost in one whole year. I know that I know that she has taken Louisville volleyball to a different level. Yeah, but I feel like she also inherited like volleyball. I think was the strongest of the three. If we're talking about the state of the program when they inherited it, 
Like, remember, we'd been to one NCAA tournament ever in baseball before McDonald got here and never won a game. We'd never been to a Sweet 16 in women's basketball before we, Jeff Walls got here. Walls inherited, if that was the case, then McDonald got the least of the inheritance. Because Walls got the team, at least he had Angel McCautry on his team and a team that had been to the second round just the year before. He did. I mean, I'm not saying he didn't take this team to another, that program to another level. I'm just saying. It's a good question. I feel like it's an impossible question to answer, but if I had to, I'm saying... I don't. I guess I'm. I'm not. I'm not trying to knock the cultural series. I think you see this as final four, and I get that. I almost as I think about it, think it more of as an elite eight, because you get so many teams. I mean, how many rounds you have to go to to, to get to it? Is it two? Is it two? 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 two well, you've got to win the regional and then the super regional. So it's kind of like an elite eight more than a, than a final four. You got to win four games to get to the final four. Well, you still have to win four games to get to the the college world series at least, and sometimes you have to win more than that because you play. It's well, double but, elimination in the guess, regional, yeah, and then I it's mean, a best of three series in the super regional. I guess it's just save opponents instead of games played, maybe. But you still would have to play yeah. at least four. It does make it hard to judge, though, because of the, the, the tournament patterns. It, the college, college baseball postseason is, is funky. It's it great. is. I mean, but it's, I mean, at least it's straightened up. It was even more funky before they let you at least have a, a game to decide. It used to be, remember, it used to be just a record, wasn't it? Like, I, I want to say in the early days you didn't even, you didn't even know if you'd have the two best teams play each other in the end. I don't know. I, I, but, I don't know. Um, Texas, the Celtics coach is five years younger than you and ten years younger than Trevor. Yeah, I know it's it's terrible. <laughs> I saw when cause I don't know if you saw Manhattan. That's not the one that the guy that got fired for the hitting on the, the secretary, right? Didn't they replace him? Yeah, he's gone. Who is their coach now? They don't even know. I can't remember his name. Yeah. The 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 story about Rayshon Stores, the Manhattan coach, and Joe Missoula. Thank you. He played on that West Virginia team. Yeah, I was gonna say. I just doubt I remembered that. Yeah, I was like, wait. But Rayshon Stores, I saw today. He did not get the full time job at Manhattan. Remember, they let Steve Masiello go right before the start of the season. Oh yeah. Like he was on the team that we played in 2014 in the first round. Like which was again less than a decade ago. And we're talking about this guy getting a head coaching job. I was like, ah, I'm I'm not ready for this. It's too, it's too much. I mean, when they when 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 McKay, I mean. Uh, uh, What's his name? The Rams got the job at like thirty-two. I was like, this. I mean, it, yeah. I mean, we start getting below. I don't know. I mean, at some point, I mean, you can't keep going younger, right? Texas says, uh, "Dear KP, we need a portal desperately, not for the roster, but for local sports radio. The KP Mafia would have KP at a distant first out of that group of three. <laughs> All right, let's take a break. When we come back, we'll get to your uh, soccer sob stories, and we'll pick the winner, and we'll give you free tickets this season, season tickets to Racing Louisville. Again, Racing Louisville first game, first home match of the season is coming up this weekend. They're taking on the Washington Spirit. It's going to be a, a festive environment out there. 1.30 p.m. is when the fan zone opens, opens at Lynn Family Stadium. The match kicks off at 3 p.m. And a reminder, you can call 502-LUCITY or visit RacingLouFC.com slash tickets to purchase season tickets. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll get to your soccer stories here on the Mike Rutherford Show on 1450 and 96.1, The Big X. And since the day I left Milwaukee Big money and helping white people dance. I got you in trouble in high school. But college now that was a bar. Just a good old boy. Never meaning no harm. 
Beats all you never saw Been in trouble with the law Since the day they was born Straightening the curves Yeah Flattening the hills One day the mountain might get them But the law never will Making their way The only way they know how That's just a little bit more than the law will allow. I was thinking about this, because you and me are the only ones that are hearing this music. I've sang along to every song. What do you mean we're the only ones that are hearing this music? Well, I mean, in this, in this office. Okay. Like, cause like I mean, people, yeah, we, know, we have no listeners. I don't think Bill minds. So Bill's in the other room, and he's had to hear me just... Like, just belt out lyrics. Belting yeah. lyrics for the last, like, three hours. Not an abnormal thing here on the show. We do this every day. Hey, he's not hearing any of this. He's only hearing me and some of you, but mostly probably me because it's a lot of you. I, I have a tendency. I'm that guy. When I sing along, I sing louder than the song. It's fine. And, and I, I, think, I think listeners have even pointed that out to me before, but I am. Yes. I'm that. Like I'm driving in the car. That's me doing it. I'm singing louder. Same. I'm the same way, which is not good because a lot of times I'll have the thing blaring pretty high. I've enjoyed the music today. I'm, I'm, well, Besides you're... the Brad Paisley song, I'm all about it. Okay. Well, okay. maybe I'll give you a different country day one day. That's fine. Um, a genre day. If you want a little bit of, I guess, actual sports news today, TJ Capers, highest rated recruit in Louisville football history, is in town. Just landed. He's oh, here. Okay. I knew he was doing a visit. Is, that, is this? He's weekend? here. Okay. He's bringing some boys, bringing some of the other highest rated players in the 2024 class to all town. Right. Uh, I know Capers was, uh, he was, he was here this weekend. Because he was wearing, I love, Keith Wynn was like, I couldn't figure out, it's like I didn't know who all the recruits were, but I knew who TJ Capers was because he had a Louisville jersey with Capers on the back, which was no. kind of a giveaway. No. I'm like, so that's cool. But uh, once again, just it makes me happy to know that we're still, like, he still seems to be all in. Because I think we all were a little bit burned by the Ruben Owen stuff last year and the DeAndre Moore stuff. And to have him you know, committed here, I mean, this is, he's a top five player. I mean, the Ruben the Owens, part of us always kind of thought there was a chance he was never. We did, but like you know, I think a lot of Louisville fans kind of think that there's a chance that this kid's not going to end up that's signing true, with us because we still got look. It's a we got eight months to kill till we get to the national signing day, the first signing day in December, and we need uh, we need that time to tick yeah. away. Pretty Big quickly. difference though. Now, now we're talking about we're talking about the Brahms, not Satterfield. Damn right, I loved uh, the, the video Brahms they, get it done, baby. I love the video they put out about with Jeff, like talking to the team after spring practice a couple of days. It may have been last night where he's just talking about like you know. Burying yourself in the playbook and like yeah, it, it was just, it was just nice. You it was know, like see, a standard I, I, college talk. I quote retweeted that with the with the, with the gif of the dude running through the wall because that's what he, I'm doing for. He makes me want to run through the wall. I haven't tweeted him. You don't even follow me on Twitter anymore. Do you muted? I me. followed you on Twitter. You I, muted me. I don't. Dude. I did not mute you. <laughs> did not mute you. <laughs> you want to make? If I bet right now, I come without you. Take away from the hands from the keyboard. I walk around there. You're not <laughs> muted. Okay, so make sure. I don't think. <laughs> I know you're not. Muted. I was like, how can I? Be? I tweet like once a month. Why would anybody mute me? Maybe because like I'm like, if I don't see what he's tweeting, then I just don't. I can just deny. I can just say that I didn't. <laughs> I didn't know about it. But miraculously, every time you, every time I bring up the, the miraculously twice in one day. <laughs> oh, no, I know. Second time you said it today. Not a word. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah, you say that. But you also told me there's not a horse that can hold me, and I believe both are true. I didn't say that there wasn't a horse that could hold you. I'm just saying we're going to have a hard time finding one. That, that's what we've been trying to do for the last hour and a half, basically. We need to get uh, Mr. 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 Uh, Brad Cox on the phone and get him to bring me a horse. We'll get Baffert back in the game. He's got some free time. Yeah. He's not on the derby trail right now. He can help us out. I mean, if anything, it's just a horse maybe that's 
frustrating. All right, we got to give away these tickets. So Racing Lou, we're giving away season tickets, uh, one set of season tickets today. And the way we're doing it is the the best sob story involving soccer. Everyone's got some sort of experience with soccer, whether you played it as a kid, you played it as an adult, you're a fan, something. Uh, let us know, and we're going to pick the winner here this segment. And the winner's going to get free Racing Louisville season tickets for this year. Uh, Texture says, here we go. When I was a kid, I was on a team called the Fern Creek Flames. I'm pretty sure kids on the other team called us the Flamers. You could do that back then. You could. We had... I'm, I don't know if this is going to happen, but if, if, the, if he's smart enough, the guy who they didn't get the the, the loot tickets because whose son had the favorite, the black guy with the favorite mm-hmm. player, he was smart. He'd text right now and say a sad story was not getting the tickets to Loose City. <laughs> Texas, my worst experience was England losing the World Cup and then blamed the loss on the black players and the English people were using racial slurs. I mean, that was after the shootout. Yeah. When did England? Was that this year? Well, this year. Because England hasn't been near the World Cup in a while, I thought. The last two times they've been, they've played close. They, they played, they, um, I mean, the Euro Cup was when they were like, they thought they were going to win and they lost in the, in the shootout. And then this year they lost in the, I think the semifinals. Did they get that far? Okay. I mean, I know they have made it to the finals since what, like when they won it in like, it was either the semis or the quarters. I know that they, they yeah. played that World Cup. They won it in 66, I think. I think, it, yeah, 60 or 60. It was, it was in the 60s. I don't remember which year exactly. That was one of my questions on uh, Sports Jeopardy when I tried out, by the way. Really? Yeah, I got it right. The semi, the, the quarterfinals is when they lost, I guess. They lost to France. I didn't realize they got that far. They lost to France. Okay. Only one round further than us. It's like UK. Congrats. You won one more game than we did. Poor England. I mean, you talk about it. Fan base that's got to really fill that text line with disappointing stories. Texas, I was sent to the office from PE class because during a soccer match, an idiot in my class bent over to pick up the ball during a match as I was kicking the ball, and I kicked her between the eyes. We didn't have a soccer team, so injuries were common. That's a good one. Wow. That's, I feel like the story's sadder for the person that got kicked. Yeah. <laughs> Can we send her the tickets? <laughs> Texas, back in high school, a dude kicked me in the face on a high kick, and I got a concussion while I was waiting to get subbed out. The dude cleared the ball straight into my nuts. I stayed down after that. I still hate St. X. I like the they, I like the Saint X hate out there. That that adds that you're in the leaderboard for me right now. I mean, getting, kicked in the face and groin all one time. Getting a nut shot while being treated for a concussion is that's bad. That's that's, tough. that's yeah. It doesn't get much worse than that. I had. I'm just now envisioning. <laughs> one time in high school, Dan, we you know like when you're baseball pregame warmups, you're all down the line. Like everybody's got you throwing partner, you're throwing back and forth. Yeah. He he once got hit with two balls like like simultaneously like five Ooh. seconds apart. Like hit him in the knee. He's like, oh, I bent down. The other ball was coming. Just drilled him in the face. <laughs> and the, it's not funny, but the visual was horrible. no. It's hilarious. It's unless pretty you're Danny. Funny. Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, was, we we've established. Remember, it's always funny unless it's you. That was his Dan the dumps. The kids got a lot of bad luck. There's no way around it. Texas. When I was five, we were playing kids versus adults at practice. The coach who played collegiate soccer took a corner kick. The ball drilled me in the face. It hit me so hard that the lines from the ball were on my face for about 10 minutes after. It's good. Can't get arrested these days. Texas says, tell TK I got my buddy a cameo from Gilbert, and it was fantastic. <laughs> How much is Gilbert? I can't imagine it's that much there's, more than me. I was going to say, yeah, I, want, I pray that you make more than Gilbert on cameo. Texas, when I was in uh, in first grade, I was playing soccer at recess. I stole the ball from one of my classmates. He got frustrated and threw me to the ground. I got so upset that I bit off a chunk of his chest. He had to get what? He had to get tetanus shots, and it became a whole thing. It was very embarrassing. 
I don't know. That's too much. No. Again, this is an example of the person that uh, that you're talking about should get the tickets, not you. I agree. I think you lose your chunk of your chest. As In fact, I just want to go give that person a hug now. That's just, what the hell? Um, Texas, my soccer sob story is every time Ted Lasso makes me cry, specifically when you see who makes the biscuits for the boss. Not spoilers. Um, that's like first season stuff. Well, they're trying to. They're, 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 they're yeah. cool. That's fine. Um, that's a, a, good very good sob story. My um, my roommate for a time. I lived with with my buddy. Lattle, and we had one other guy who lived with us. It was uh, Kevin. He was awesome. But he went to, was it Brazil for the World Cup? Like this would have been 2014, 2012. So many different lives growing up. But he, so he, um, after Ronaldo scored like the last second goal to tie the game against us. Like the the camera immediately cuts to the crowd. It's him. It's like a zoom in of his face. Like he's nice. the, he's like the shot of America. Like America reacting to this goal. Like he was the guy. Like everybody. Like it goes from like because I'm watching the match. I'm pissed off. And it goes from like being, everyone's like, oh my god, it's kept. Like a, a million texts come out. It's pretty crazy. Like that would have been a, a good story. Are we are we sick of getting the uh, the the camera shot of the crying fan after every tournament basketball game? Fox loves it. They love I, it. They just. I mean. What's sad is I picture the producer like in there with like a like almost like a hard on trying to find a woman crying because her team just crying kid, crying kid, crying kid, crying kid. Yes, oh, there it is. Texas, I went for a game winning PK in the first game of the season and instead hit and killed our dog mascot as it was about to go in. Okay, that was on Ted last. Yeah, no, yeah, come on. You know, you're not. Yeah, come you're not gonna on. office us with that. One. Yeah, yeah, come on. We we watch way too much television and movies for that, dude. Texas, I played soccer in second grade after the game was over. I went through the post-game handshakes telling the other team, bad game, bad game, you suck, bad game. <laughs> the coach for the other team was our lunchroom monitor. They grabbed me by the arm and yanked me out of the line, scolding me. Parents came running out. Profanities and altercation ensued. My parents won. Uh, I had to deal with that lunchroom monitor for three more years. I had to stay in a timeout during lunch often. I'll just say that. I never played soccer after that. I went and played football instead. I do remember like the, 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 the kids would do that like growing up where people would be like, Bad game, bad game, bad game. When they were pissed off, I would just not say anything. I was, I was. A sore I could loser. see you being I, a bad oh, game. Oh, I told game. you, I got in a fight. I was a sore loser. I'm not surprised at all. Oh, I was no. I had a temper until, until I discovered something that mellowed me out. <laughs> bad game, bad, bad game. I was, I was, yeah, like you punk. Screw you. This is not I was my probably s- cursing too. I cursed very young. This is not my story, but in middle school, we had someone on our team who scored it on our own goal once in every single season. <laughs> That's bad. I mean, I used to run the, the the scoreboard for Wagner soccer for about a for about two seasons, and there was I mean I'll never forget like during I think it was Trinity game I think I've told you this maybe where the referee came up to me and was like, all right we go we go running clock as you know after like uh if it's after the three nothing lead or something or three goal lead I'm like yeah he's like just run it the whole damn game. <laughs> I swear I think I went three games in a row without Wagner ever once making it across half field. Like it was that it was sad. I'm not trying to win these tickets. I would take them if you want to give them to me. But I mean, I could tell you some Wagner soccer stories that would make you cry. I believe it. I believe it. I did though once have a date in the uh, in the scoreboard room with me as I was alone during one of those games. The the, the you the, brought the, a date to the Wagner I'm, press box. I'm trying to be nice about this. Um, Is it a hooker? Is that what you're trying to sorta, say? Sorta. It was no. It was actually. You're gonna love this. This come full round. Am circle. I the the graveyard girl? Oh my god! No, it was like so. This was like this was after the graveyard stuff. Like this I, explains so much. This was about 2011, 2012, I think. 
and I was doing this, and I was there was no one ever was at the game. I'm the only one ever up there. I'm bored, and like one day, like she just kind of reached out to me again around 2012, and I was just like, "Hey, I'm gonna do this game. You want to come hang out?" You know, wink, wink. And so yeah, I hung out, and she hung out with me up in the uh, in the press room. I'm the only one in there running the scoreboard. There's no one in the field, no one watching the game really. And then Wagner's getting beat like 22 to nothing by Atherton. Unbelievable. That's not a sad story. That's actually a happy story for Is me. Oh. <laughs> I don't know what to say about that. Um, I didn't get the, I didn't get to ride the horse, but you know, Texas graveyard girl whose name starts with an S. Yes, it does. Yeah, Texas Trevor. De- I, you know, I don't want to know what happened in the, in the scoreboard box. <laughs> Let's just say Wagner didn't score, but Trevor did. Okay. <laughs> Woo! Okay. I don't know what to do. I don't know how we got there. Texas, okay, hear me out. We're going to get a fast Clydesdale and get Trevor on it with a pole vault (laughs) and see if we can kill two birds with one stone here and hopefully not kill one horse with two Trevors. (laughs) With the exception of possibly killing an animal, I'm all with that texture that we do this. Yes. I think I should pull vault onto the horse. Now I'm just picturing you leading out Brahms first game. First the team out of the tunnel for Brahms first game, like carrying like the flag on a horse. horse. Yes. Awesome. Can we make this happen? Brian, I'm, you can come on the show if you make this happen. I'm also about to reach out to a buddy of mine who's a musician. I wanna I wanna have work with him on writing a song for Brahms. Like instead of just doing like my normal parody, I wanna actually like have this guy like play and sing the song for me, my lyrics. Well, now I want that to happen, too. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll tell you off the air the song, but it's a surprise to the listeners. Okay. Texas Trevor riding a Budweiser Clydesdale would make for a great Super Bowl commercial. <laughs> it would. What would be what would be more of a greatest accomplishment? A Clydesdale riding with me on his back or kicking a field goal? <laughs> Texas, my cousin wasn't allowed to ride a horse in Puerto Rico. They even broke out a scale. We had to break off from the group and ride four-wheelers. And then sends in a picture of their cousin on the scale... <laughs> He is much smaller than you are. Okay, that, that's there's a difference though. We're in America here. Well, in America, we we let us we we're allowed to do whatever we want here in America. <laughs> I don't think that's true. I don't I don't I don't think that's true. Not when it comes to riding horses. I mean, why don't we just give me one you were going to put down anyway? Just let me. <laughs> there's a whole somebody sent in a whole link to an article that just says, "Am I too fat to ride a horse?" <laughs> there's a whole article about that. <laughs> look at the picture, look at the picture <laughs> they use for the headline. <laughs> That guy's on a horse, so can I. I don't think that's a guy. Oh, that's not good. <laughs> they have like an extra cushion for her. <laughs> I, I... You know what's mean? What's, not mean, but what's upsetting is I never thought this would be an issue. I mean, horses are huge. I thought I could just get on one like, like nothing. Texas, I'm a big old dude, and I've ridden a horse twice, both times in Gatlinburg, Pigeon Forge. Okay. The first time I was worried about being too big, but this big old country cowboy guy was like, we got you, big fella. Have great fun. <laughs> the second time I was at a different place, and they must not have adjusted the stirrups correctly because my stones yeah. got absolutely crushed to hell the whole time. I haven't been back on a horse since. I wonder if the uh, – I don't know how much big old dude qualifies for it, <laughs> but if he's around your same size, it sounds like we may need to be taking a trip to Gatlinburg sometime soon. I love Gatlinburg. They have no, they have no limits on weight. I like Gatlinburg. I've been a couple times. I've been, I haven't been in a long time I've been there. Yeah. They got that golf course with like the – 800 foot drop hole, par three. It's great. Yeah, that's what I know it for as well. <laughs> Texas, if Trevor is riding a horse, it has to be named. Come on, I 
can't read that. Oh, you can't read. Oh man, that makes me want to go back and see it so bad when I get. They're all butters in there. Just. Texas, you might say TK rode bareback in the Wagner press box. <laughs> I think you said to say it so under your breath. <laughs> Texas says, Trev, Puerto Ricans will stab you in broad daylight. They'll definitely let bigger people ride horses more than in America. <laughs> how, now, come on. There's no way that's not racially insensitive. <laughs> Texas says, you all should probably definitely cut the scoreboard bit out of the podcast version. <laughs> nope. It's, it's, I, it didn't, it did not need to be told. Not that. Story did not even the best part was it was Gravegrass. I thought you'd like that. I I I like that. It's just that was one of the last few times I saw her. Was well that my 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 birthday I saw her on like my thirty second or thirty third birthday as well. It's been a while. Yeah, but she you still are Facebook friends. Yeah, I still see her on Facebook. Yes. Texas will TK sprint around the perimeter of the field at Lynn Family Stadium during an anthem of a racing Lou game if it scores him ticks to a Philly Eagles game next season. I mean, I'll ride a horse around it. I don't think I'm sprinting <laughs> anywhere anytime soon, ever. Texas isn't Puerto Rico in American territory. It is. It is, but it's not a state, so it doesn't count. It counts. It doesn't count. Okay, Trump. You don't, you don't, if, you're not, if you don't have a flag on the a star on the flag, you don't get a vote. Texas, I enjoy Trevor on the radio, so I'm not complaining, but sometimes I convince that he probably should be incarcerated. <laughs> I hold my breath after every weekend. <laughs> well, no, never mind. Somebody sends in a picture of a horse Thank with like a giant picture. dip in their back. Uh, <laughs> I'm guessing that would be this situation. He came in a horse. He left a camel. <laughs> Texas, I won't excuse Tom Crean for trying to weasel his way into the WKU job, but it's karma for Rick Stansberry for being an allegedly notorious cheater. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean he didn't get it, but is Tom Crean going to get a job? I mean, why he's working at ESPN? Why does it matter if he gets a job? I saw Josh Pastner is rumored, uh, a rumored candidate for some job. I mean, if I'm Crean, I mean, I guess if I want to get into coaching, I do. But if you you've got the ESPN thing in your back and as a backdrop, why does it matter? I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I, I yeah, you may have to lower, see lower your standards a little bit, Tom. Yeah, I mean, but you're not getting a power conference job anymore. No, but um, Western's not a power conference. I know, but Western's a good job. I mean, well, I know it is, but I think he could still be worthy of a. Con- if I'm a conference just a school, hell yeah, I'd give him a shot. Josh Pastor's apparently on the shortlist for George Mason, which I think would actually be a decent hire for them. Yeah, I mean, they're just coming off the winning record with uh, Kim English. Yeah, it's a good job. Not a great job. It's a good job. And Pastor's, you know, ACC Coach of the Year, formerly. I mean, didn't Green win Coach of the Year in the Big Ten? I don't know, maybe. I don't know if he did or not. I'm, I'm just guessing maybe he did one of those two back-to-back Sweet 16 years. Texas says we're using the word sprint pretty loosely, aren't we, Texas? I mean, yeah. Like, come on. I mean, I, Texas, this is the show's finest hour. I don't think it is. The closest thing to sprints I get is shin sprints when I walk too fast. Okay, that's like the only thing. Texas, Mike, if Louisville got a 50-50 shot in each basketball game for every time you watch Shallow Howl, how many times would you watch it? <laughs> 50-50? I mean, I'm hoping we have a 50-50 shot in most games next year. At, at worst, I like how this has become your salad. It is, <laughs> it's like, I, but like the difference between you and I, I would watch it every day before the game. If it, if it gave us a better chance of winning, I would watch Shallow How every day before Louisville played. I would. Cuckoo, cuckoo. I right, need to pick a winner. I'm going with the the story of the person who got concussed and then got hit in the nuts. Yeah, that's yeah, that's I mean, that's given. The that's the winner. I runner up is the the guy who got was doing the you suck bad game bad game and then got into it with his, his lunchroom monitor. Because lunchroom monitors are notoriously 
Tough. Yeah, I got in trouble uh, in lunchroom in Westport for uh, kicking a pickle that somebody threw at me, and I didn't want to pick it up, and I got ice that for like a week. Well, it's not fair. No, it's not. Well, the person I, who threw it should have gotten ice that for a week. I also said some things to the teacher. Well, Why not I said no? I didn't just say no. Let's just say that. Did you say shin sprints earlier? <laughs> yeah. Splints. Really? I didn't catch that. I had shin splints in high school. It's, oh, I get them all. They suck. They're terrible. You get to be overweight like me. You'll get them when like, yeah. Like when I was like walking up Rupp Arena from the AW, that's when it's, they started kicking in on me. It's not sprints. No, it's shin splints. I thought you thought it was shin sprints. I thought it was. It's related to running. Well, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I've had a bad Trevorism day today. You have. I've had. I've had. Mir- but you've also had like two victories. I've had miracles. I've had a miracle. Whatever I called it now, I don't remember. I still don't understand how. You aqua- said miracle, I believe twice. I still, I still don't understand how your aqua fo- aqua velvet and whatever is not water. It's equestrian. <laughs> whatever. If it were, if it were, if it were aqua strian, then yeah. It'd but be- isn't it spelled with a with an aq? No, eq, eqi. Oh, re- I'll be damned. Well, that makes more sense then. Good God, the show needs to end. I thought it was AQ. We're done. We're out of here. I don't know what happened today. This is... We, we started with sports so well. We need some guests tomorrow. We have to get somebody, we'll have to, get somebody to talk Lamar. Somebody to talk baseball. We'll get Damon call me never come back. <laughs> we, got it. we do have U of O baseball tonight. Got cards taken on Cincinnati, I believe, for a midweek game. Ah, boot. Screw Cincinnati. Yeah. Get out of here. Get them. Get, hey. Beat up the Bearcats. Kagan L's is ours. Suck it. All right, Kevin Yashimski sucks. We're out of here. Everyone have a fantastic Tuesday night. We'll see you guys tomorrow at 3 o'clock. Making your way the only way they know how. Yeah. That's just.